You cannot catch a virus. The Matrix is everywhere. It is all around us. I imagine that right now you're feeling a bit like Alice. Tumbling down the rabbit hole. Hmm? Well, back at it again, boys. Let your mind peel away the mysteries of the world. That's right. I'm talking deep, frazzle drip deep. This is Whiskey, Beer, and Conspiracies Podcast. I have come here to chew bubblegum and kick ass. Oh, by the way, my balls is hot. This is your last chance. After this, there is no turning back. You take the blue pill. The story ends. You wake up in your bed and believe whatever you want to believe. You take the red pill. You stay in Wonderland, and I show you how deep the rabbit hole goes. And we're back. We are back for another episode of Whiskey, Beer, and Conspiracy Podcast. I am one of your hosts, Big Country, as always, on the other end of the mic. It's boy. Right. Uh, <laughs> not with us for the intro. However, he was there for the episode. He had to bounce out, and we always record the intro afterwards. So Chris sends his regards. He says, "Hey guys, what's up? How's it going? <laughs> I'm Chris. Glad to be here. Dead on, dude. Yeah, I sound just like him. <laughs> yeah. So we had an awesome guest on the show uh, for you guys tonight. Ryan Alexander. He's been on the show uh, half a dozen times now, dropping the bomb on some." interesting stuff about smoking nicotine tobacco chew i mean dude i was blown away i was blown away yeah um i know he's been sharing a lot of that for the past uh six to eight months maybe even a year now Mm -hmm. uh, as a topic that he's been getting involved with and he's so well researched man that i was like i would love to have a conversation about this not right and 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 as a preface to this uh you know episode when you get into it it's not a promotion for smoking. It's not like <laughs> he doesn't work for a big tobacco, a Marlboro, you know what I mean? Um, I mean, he might, I don't know. But... Yeah, I was going to say, or does he? <laughs> or does he? Psyop, psyop. Uh, <laughs> if I hear that fucking word one more time, dude, I'm going to lose my oh, goddamn dude. mind. I can't. Everything's, uh, apparently Everything's everyone, everyone that was on any bandwagon of, uh, you know, for the past two years, all of a sudden yeah. is some psyop, no one's psyop guru. No one's, yeah. they're like Psylocke. Yeah, but it's psyop, <laughs> you know. They're like an X Men character. No one's safe. And they're like Kamehame psyop, and they just flashed <laughs> you with fucking yeah, yeah, psyop, yeah. Oh my goodness. So uh, before we get into uh, tonight's episode. Uh, and we talk a little bit about a couple topics that Boy and I want to discuss before we let you loose into the episode. Uh, obviously, the back office, uh, some ways that you can support the show is by leaving reviews uh, on Spotify or on Apple Podcast. Um, our goal is to get to 100 reviews for both of those platforms. So, dude, Spotify is super easy. You don't even have yeah. to type anything. You just right. click five stars, boom, and it's like, thanks for telling them they're awesome. And that's it. Yeah, it's all easy. Apple's, you know, Apple, you can type something. It's really great. Uh, Our goal by the end of the year is to get to 100 each. We're pretty close on Apple. Uh, We'll be there in like a week. And Spotify, we got lying in the weeds a little bit. That's okay. (laughs) Um, 
But uh, another great way that you can support the show is going to rockfin.com slash WB Conspiracies, signing up for the premium. It's $9.99 a month. Um, we're making some headway there. We just reached 8,000 followers on Hell Rockfin. Yeah. Just thank you guys so much for getting us to that point. Oh, and by the way, dude, I want to thank anybody that's ever listened to our show, that's shared our show, that, that writes us messages, uh, emails, anything like that. You guys and girls <laughs> put us in chartables top 200 podcast yeah in the history category it's huge that's like it's that's so huge yeah i anybody that doesn't like you know understand the podcast matrix like you have to understand how many fucking podcasts there are in the world yeah 2.8 million 2.8 million. million yeah you're like at 2.8 million podcasts in the world now in our category and globally worldwide glo- globally oh, don't even start you <laughs> we're, we're globally we're in the top 200 worldwide whatever however you want to say it we're in the top 200 um and nationally we're in the top 150 which is yeah. fucking crazy and yeah. but but just generally um as a podcast we're pretty far up there you know it's it's rare air to to get through 2.8 million podcasts and 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 be within a couple thousand of of the ones in front of you. Yeah, worldwide um, uh not sorry, sorry not worldwide, US. Uh-huh. Overall podcast, I think we're 2400, which is right. it, it, it's dude, it's silly. Again, I, it, unbelievable. With where we started to where we are now. I mean, that's a huge milestone for us. So we couldn't thank you guys enough. Um and we're just going to keep rocking. We're going to keep trucking. Absolutely. We're going to keep rolling. You know, we made an announcement recently on our Instagram. We have something in the works for you guys. Uh, we don't have a release date. We got some back office things to work on for that. Coming out with a members only uh, section on our website that's specific for the hooligans. Um, mm-hmm. It'll be a, a monthly fee. Uh, and we're to, when, like when I say exclusive, I mean that. Like you guys will only have an opportunity for the videos, for the audio, for the merch, for the live streams, for the uh, the online tournaments that we'll do with with games and and live watch parties, all this fun stuff will be exclusive only to you if you pay for the for the monthly cost. It's not going to be anything substantial. It's going it's it's uh, it, I'm very excited for it, and yeah, I think you guys will be, be too. Sweet, yeah, it's going to be awesome. So we're working on that, and again, thank you so much for getting us into the top 200. Uh, I woke up with a hard on and then I saw the email because it's morning because I had a hard yeah, on. Yeah, I was checking my yeah. Phone. You, you always get the kickstand for sure. And then I got more of a hard on when I saw the email. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I want to thank you guys so much for, 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 uh, for getting us to that point. And we're Absolutely. so blessed. Uh, it's pretty incredible. Is that and, good? Oh, Chris. <laughs> I was so mad when he texted me that. Yeah, I was like, what? <laughs> What do you mean? He's like, God no. bless our third host. He's not the brightest. He's like, but he's like, is that good? <laughs> no, Chris, no. it's not. It's bad. Yeah. There's only yeah. 200 podcasts yeah. in the world. <laughs> that's, that's what I was thinking. I was like, this motherfucker must think there's only 200 podcasts out there. <laughs> well, you know what? I'll, I'll say in Chris's defense. He did assume that there was like a conspiracy category, which there is not. 
Yeah. So we're listed in history, society, and culture. So those are the three topics that we're in, and we hit the top 200 worldwide and U.S. for history, uh, which kind of is fascinating to me. Um, but uh, there's dude, there was a couple other countries that we were ranked in that I was I was like, damn, hey, you're like what we're the going fuck? Off, like, we're going off in France, okay, okay, yeah. okay, French, we're rocking with you. We'll, we'll reel back the French jokes, I guess. <laughs> uh, yeah, so it's pretty. I pretty... mean, fuck, dude, it's it just still blows my mind. Like, there's some dude packing baguettes right now, rocking our show. So shout out to that guy. Yeah. You know what I mean? We fucking appreciate it. Yeah, these guys, I tell you, they 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 really crack me up when they make these these jokes about the French and us being a bunch of pussies. And I, you know, it's great stuff. I like listening to them. Uh, when I take my seven hour lunch break during the day, um, I listen to at least four or five episodes. It's pretty fantastic. Yeah, that was a little Spanish. Yeah, we went a little Spanish. Yeah, a little Spanish at the end of there. Um, yeah, it's really cool stuff, man. I, I we're blown away by it. And uh, absolutely. Couldn't thank you guys enough and girls. Um, and another way to support the show as well as, you know, going to our website, purchasing, purchasing a shirt. We're, we're going to be revamping the whole website. Mm-hmm. So things are going to uh, be up to date and looking a little bit different here in the, in the next few months coming, especially when we, we launch that, um, that member section. So we're pretty excited about that. Yeah. Um, we have a discord, we have a Facebook group, um, there's the Patriot Podcast Network that we're involved with. You guys can uh, check us out there. That's free as well. Um, we have a Twitch channel. Um, to be honest, man, we haven't streamed recently on the Twitch channel. Uh, things have just been kind of wild as far yeah. as scheduling is concerned. But uh, I think we're going to narrow down some 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 scheduling issues in the near future, and then we'll be a little bit more consistent with that. Yeah, but your, um, your, bo- your boy was on one when Chris came over, dude. Was he? Yeah, I was. I was fucking. I was gaming when he showed up. I was two games in, and I was just fucking laying it down. <clears throat> I'm happy he walked in at that time. Cause, He's like, "How are you so good?" Yeah, I was like, "Dude, first of all, put your pants back on, okay? Yeah. It's not. It's not that serious." You know what's funny <laughs> is like he did get started late. Like the, the, when we started gaming again, it was like the first time he had played in two years. Yeah, and. Um, He's like, oh, I'm about ready to prestige. And I'm like, oh, I don't want to tell him that I'm cute. like seventh prestige in yeah, this like, season right now. So like cute. Hey, they fucking wiped my entire profile out when I was fucking level 14 prestige. So yeah, good job. But they told they told me to stop. That's how prestige <laughs> I was. Well, dude, the worst thing that fucking Activision could have done was once they came out with Vanguard, which is terrible. Once they yeah. came out with Vanguard, they decided like, oh, okay call of duty cold war you need to keep up with vanguard so they fucking torched everybody's profile it was stupid dude yeah i'm like hold up dude i was like a level fucking 213 prestige level fucking 14 and now you're gonna step on my dick and now i get sorry now i get an mp40 cool yeah like no dude bring me back my shit so then they change it to like Oh, you can do legacy prestige, so people will still know. And I'm like, no, why do I have to keep pace with this pile of shit Vanguard that you guys literally fucking just aborted onto our fucking Xboxes? <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? And it's like they didn't, they didn't even fucking yeah. try. And it, but it happens with Call of Duty. It'll be like good, good shit, good, good. You know, and it's yeah. just, it is. It is. So, it's it is. what well, yeah, it was their excuse for a shitty game to level the playing field. Oh dude, there's 
so many people not playing Vanguard that they're finally bringing maps over to Cold War from Vanguard, <laughs> right? It's fucking terrible, dude. Yes. And nobody, nobody that plays Cold War is really even going out buying the Battle Pass like they were because yeah. half the shit you can only use in Vanguard, which no one wants to play. <laughs> yeah. that's, the one, that's the one gripe I have about Activision and Call of Duty. I swear to God, they don't listen to their constituents. Yeah, well, All the people that buy their games, they don't listen to them. Microsoft bought them. Fuck you, Bill Gates. But Microsoft bought them, and yeah. they, they've already said, hey, we're not doing a yearly release, which is probably for the best. Yeah, yeah. It's it's uh it's it's pretty interesting, man. Um, to see what happens. Oh, dude, I'll you know what? I'll go ahead and let let everybody know right now. I am currently working on actually developing my own video game. Uh, I think boy, you're gonna help me out with a little bit with that. Um, some of the character design stuff like that. I had an inspiration. I found a program that literally you have no coding experience no programming experience and then you can just build a video game and i was like i've always wanted to fucking do that and i have i see i still don't understand how like binary code you know zero zero one zero zero one zero zero one is scorpion i don't i'm like (laughs) i don't that doesn't make sense in my head uh but i'm pretty excited about that it's gonna it's definitely gonna be out this year because i'm working a lot on that plus my book uh, the member section we got a lot of things cooking for the hooligans yeah, up there got, so you guys got we got we got new designs oh man um we have a limited edition logo that we had posted on our uh, um instagram a while yep. back yep uh that is literally going to be a limited we might maybe years from now bring it out of retirement but we're only going to make so many and sell so many so it's going to be extremely exclusive obviously we're going to make one for each of ourselves um so get it while it's hot but we're working on all of that yeah we're working on all of that we're working with a with a new t-shirt guy um so we can streamline everything you know we can have a little bit more control and a little bit more visibility on what we're shipping we'll be able to see it get shipped out Right. You know, it won't, there's no like, literally, it was like a middleman's middleman's middleman. Right. Yeah. So if you had a trouble with a t shirt order, we would have no idea. And right. we, would, we wouldn't be able to help you. We would have to yeah. direct you to. So this is much more hands on and uh, it's it's definitely going to work out a lot better for us in the long run. We'll also be able to have other merch available, you know, fucking yeah. coffee mugs, beanies whatever all bottle cool openers yeah. yeah all kinds of cool shit and by the all way guys things. just for clarification the show is always going to be free yeah. the show is always going to be free when we release the members section for the website we will post weekly um clips of the episodes that will be featured on the members site so that you can kind of get a, a little bit of a taste of what we're doing over there and maybe you guys will want to sign up um so but 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 never fear Right, the show is always going to be free. Paramedic Paul, if you're still listening. <laughs> yeah, it's always going to be free, bud. Yeah, um, right. it's not how so, it works. We got a lot of things in the works. We're excited. You guys should be excited. So, um, you know, you you stuck with us this far. Keep rocking with us. We're going to be keep bringing that uh, that sweet sweet content for you guys. But um, before we get into tonight's episode, we we, we let you guys run wild with it. Uh, there's a couple things, boy, and I wanted to talk about. Um, Stupid things. They're really dumb. So there's a video that was circulating around, especially after everything that took place with Will Smith. Um, 
It's not new. I've seen it before. Yeah. It was with Jada Picka, Jada Pickett Smith, <laughs> talking about how her grandmother taught her how to finger blast herself. Yeah. At the young ripe age of nine. <laughs> okay. I had this thought, and this is why I didn't bring it up in the message when we were talking about it. Mm-hmm. So I wanted it to be fresh. She made this point when she's talking, and, and Willow is that now at the time of the video, Willow is 17. Yeah. And I don't know why, like Willow was like, mm-hmm, yes, yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. That's the part where I was like, oh, okay, this is fucking grooming. <laughs> this is absolutely grooming. She's telling that Jada was saying that her grandmother at the age of nine taught her how to finger blast to ensure that she knew that that came from her and not from a man so that she wasn't dependent or identified sexual pleasure coming only from a man. Now, I know my dad listens to this show. Shout out. Shout out, pops. Love you. Um, you know, my parents grew up in a time where they didn't really talk about sex. Like sex wasn't talked about by their parents to them. Mm -hmm. So when it came up for us, as we were growing up, um, you know, my sister got the talk from my mom. Yeah. Boys got the talk from their dad and not really. No, and I'm not shaming my parents at all. No, it was just like a, like, it's not as open as it is today for them when they were growing up and well see i don't even think i think it's a media portrayal that it is as open as it is i don't think i don't think it is you know what i mean because i remember like my dad comes sitting down like he's gonna do the bird and the bees okay so you know when like and i'm really not even half paying attention because i don't want to have that conversation right you know but later on like more high school age you start to have conversations like hey if you're going to be sexually active you need to have protection you need to understand this this and this you know what i mean and so there is like a progression of the talk throughout like your adolescence um but never was my dad like listen you take it out you can fucking grab a little bit of lotion you're gonna yeah. you know what i mean like that's my that, point it's like never was my dad was like, I'm gonna teach you about slapping the hand, choking yeah. the pope. You right? just do what I do. Five, ready? Five, ready? <laughs> five knuckle shuffle. Yeah. Right. A little bit of five on one, if you know what I'm saying. <laughs> this is a four on one with a thumb on the bottom. It's called a top hander. Um never has that conversation ever taken place. And it was never an issue of like, you need to know how to self-pleasure yourself. So you know that no pussy can ever give that to you. And I'm like, Yeah, is they- this the conversation that like woke females have uh, dude probably woke females probably um because like you said willow is like oh yeah yeah like i remember that conversation that you had with me you know she's saying her grandmother taught her this which i don't know if that was her mom or grandma in the video i'm assuming mom mm-hmm. uh, uh jada's mom and and her mom's like shaking her head. And I'm like, how first of all, how the fuck are, are you okay with this? She's nine, right? My oldest son is eight. And I could not fathom having a conversation about that with him right now. He he will talk to me on hours on end about fucking Minecraft and Roblox. He doesn't want to hear about that shit. You know what I mean? And yeah. granted, I do understand. I have a daughter too. I do understand the 
the maturity of girls is it's fucking night and day when it comes to boys. Yeah. Right. But they are not at nine years old. They're not prepared for that shit. Right. right? Now, if this was any other person on the planet, if this was an Instagram video that someone took of some lady in a fucking target talking about how she's teaching her nine-year-old daughter how to fucking flick the little man. You're getting CPS called on you. Dude, you're getting your kids fucking taken away. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then so you add add that into the mix of all of the other weird shit that goes on in that family, and it makes total sense now. Yeah. She She was sexually abused and groomed as a child. It was never treated properly. She's never sought any help from it. She passed that on to her kids and her kids are fucking wild, right? Weirdos. Weirdos. And and listen, I'm not faulting them for dropping out of school or whatever, because let's face it, they're fucking elite, right? They're, they, it doesn't matter how much schooling they have. They're going to have whatever they want because of who their fucking parents are. Mm-hmm. So there are people who point to them like, oh, you could drop out of school and start your own company like fucking Willow. Like, no, that's not a normal thing. Right. It's also not normal for your grandma to teach you how to fucking go at it. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? So, but like, I haven't seen, like, there's not like a big thing about it, dude. Yeah. Jade, Jada is insane. She Nuts. is fucking crazy. That fucking GI Jane bitch. She's crazy, dude. And, and like Will Smith's out here slapping people because of her, like, dude, cut ties, call it quits. You know what I mean? You're a good-looking 50-year-old, man. You'll do just dude, fine. You're going to be just fine. You had Margot Robbie wrapped around your finger, dude. Do your thing. Do you your know thing. what I mean? Yeah. But listen, it's a different world for these people. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And they think, and I don't know why. I cannot understand. I will never understand why pedophilia is so rampant in people like this, in groups like that. It's crazy. And it's just normal for them. This was just another fucking day in her childhood. Yeah. Yeah. It, 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 well, and the thing too is like, it's, it's having effect on culture. Yeah. Yeah. Because people, um, rationalize what they're seeing and they're mm-hmm. like, yes, queen. Yes. Yeah. Empowerment. They think, yes. Yeah. They like, translated no. into some sort of female empowerment. Like this is feminism. No, it's no, not. It's, not. it's abuse. No, it's actually, yeah, it's, it's actually abuse. It's for real abuse. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I think that's the bridge that the, you know, New World Order, Illuminati, uh, Arena Abramovich, whoever is trying to build in society of Mm -hmm. pedophilia as a normalcy and and sexualizing children. Yeah. And it it may just be in pockets right now. Now, I know there's this thing in society where everyone was talking about like – Oh, you know, all the Christians used to say, gay marriage, what's next? Animal sex? Child sacrifice? Pedif- a, a fucking apparently. And this is Dude. not a knock on gays. Yeah. Because I think a majority of the gay community is like, fuck that. What? No. Yeah. Well, see, here's, here's, here's the fucking problem that I have is like, you have the gay community who are literally just like most people. Like, hey, man, we want to be able to hold hands and walk down the street without getting a fucking brick thrown at us. Listen, my parents, interracial couple, they went through the same fucking shit. Like, yeah, they want to be socially accepted as being a couple. Totally get it. I don't have any issues with you. You're both consenting adults. Do your thing. 
and there are plenty of of gay people in the in that community who when they see kids at, at pride festivals they're like no this isn't it you know what i mean and and they're absolutely right and now they're getting turned on by these fucking radicals right you have women cutting their tits off showing up saying i can do whatever the fuck i want you know what i mean you have dudes showing up in dresses but have beards on and like they've totally just fucking jumped on this hijacked their movement and yeah. they want they want to be accepted right now yeah. you know what i mean and it's like Squeaky no will get agrees, man. yeah but that's also the majority of those people that are cutting their tits off and tucking their dicks under and wanting you to recognize that they are a different sex. Yeah. Like with violence, right? Like if you don't fucking address me properly, I'll murder your family. Those people are the same people who are like, Hey, love is love. Mm-hmm. Like, no, 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 no. Because now we understand that this love is love movement is what it all is about is indoctrinating and grooming children. Right. Anytime you see that love is love, you'll see a fucking and I know you've seen it. You, it's the silhouette of a man or or obviously an adult, whether it's man or not, I guess has no bearing and a child. And mm-hmm. then it'll say love is love. No, not OK. Not not even a little bit. Right. Fucking Roman Empire, dude. Yeah, dude. And th- this is what I'm saying. Right. They just confirmed. They just confirmed a fucking what's her name? Don't Cunt even know. Kentanji. Yeah. yeah. Just confirmed her to the Supreme Court. This woman literally let off people that, that torture children, sexually torture children, and reduces their sentences and apologizes to them for the disruption it caused in their life with no regard for the victims, right? And in most of these cases, these children... The parents don't want to have to put them back on the stand to go through the shit they go through. And typically there's already sort of a minimum standard that these uh, these fucking pedophiles and monsters are going to get locked away for. Well, she yeah. comes she comes under that. Right. Mm-hmm. She's she, their sentences will be way below that. And some of them she recommends, you know, uh, house arrest instead of going to fucking prison and having the shit stomped out of them on the yard like they should. Um, and this is the biggest leap forward that I, I, at least in in my point of view, them confirming her under the guise of uh, equity, right? Diversity, right? Because let's face it, they do not consider Clarence Thomas a black man Mm -hmm. because he is conservative, because he has values and morals. And this is the new big thing. We've got yep. a, we've got a black female in, at the Supreme Court justice. Uh, she's not a biologist. Can't tell you, but that. she's yeah. She, we got a, a black another black person, right? And 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 they'll tell you like we've had many people say that that Clarence Thomas is a coon and this and that and, and dude. First of all, we, we're praising a woman who's literally okay with abuse of children. She mm-hmm. is. You cannot apologize to a pedophile and then tell me that you're against it. Yeah. There's, that's not in the same level. That's why we talked about on, on, on the last show that we did. It's why they say 36 months because it sounds long. It's fucking yeah. three years. Yeah. It's not long. Not long enough, dude. There's it's 24 there's, months, 18 there's, months. There's no, one way to, to cure pedophilia. And, and, it, and it starts with a flash and it ends quietly. And yeah. that's it. And it's cheap. 
And in my opinion, I, they deserve to be buried at 12 feet because I don't think you deserve the same level of respect of burying, being buried at six feet with the rest of the population. Yeah, face down. Um, that's why we posted on our Instagram, man. I was thoroughly disgusted at, at the approval of this justice. And I said, mm-hmm. tonight the devil is dancing because this is the step in the wrong direction. It has nothing to do with her skin color or the fact that she's a fucking Absolutely woman. Not. Don't ask her if she's a woman. She has no idea. She can't tell you. Couldn't tell you. Um, it's just, it's sickening, man. You got to protect your kids. Yeah. Um, part two, before we let you loose is, uh, Dr. Oz running for politician approved by a man. I'm, I'm stepping away from, from, from Trump. Like I'm, I'm okay. Would I take Trump over Biden? Yeah. I, I At mean, this who, point, who I would wouldn't? take a fucking cereal box over by. Yeah, him. I'll take a shit sandwich. <laughs> shit sandwich. Um, right. I'm stepping away. I don't know what the deal is right now. I, I, I truly don't. He endorsed him. So everyone's like, oh, I thought he's a good guy. No, he's old guard, man. Yeah. He came out against uh, gun rights. Mm-hmm. He's pictured at the uh, World Economic Forum in Davos. Uh, yep. Shout out to Noel Rodriguez. He shared us that information. We put it on our Instagram story. He's pictured with fucking Arena Mabramovich. Yeah. Guys, that should be enough. Yeah. Just because be just because the guy goes, hey, COVID's bullshit. You don't need a mask. doesn't make him a good guy. Yeah. Hitler okay. said the sky was blue. I agree. <laughs> you know, like. Are there are there some things that Doctor Oz has said that I agree with? Yeah, sure, of course. But is the guy a good guy? No. Okay, you're also forgetting that he's fucking Hollywood, man. Yeah. Same same with Trump. Trump is Hollywood, yeah. right? Not saying that that any of these two men are complicit with what's going on because I don't have any proof, right? He didn't leave his laptop at a fucking repair shop for four months, <laughs> um, but. We know what happens in Hollywood. We we know that, right? We know. Yeah. And 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 if he wasn't participating in whatever it is, right? Whether it's fucking wh- whatever your mind can fathom. I'm not going to put it on record, but he wouldn't be as successful if he wasn't participating. Right? I you you see actors in TV and I think I talked about this on one of our shows like my my thought about one hit wonders is they made a good record. They get signed. They fucking shove it out the door. Everybody loves it. And then they're like, cool. Guess what? Time for you to pay the piper. Yeah. And we they're got like gay door. We have sacrifice door. We have yeah. on your own door. Yeah. And so they're like, nah, fuck that. I'm out. You know what I mean? So yeah, of course they got the one hit. You know yeah. what I mean? Um, so he, he seems to be playing the game. It's crazy, dude. It's yeah. crazy, man, because the fucking internet doesn't forget, dude. It's the one thing I think leading in, in our favor. Uh, like Sam says, man, it's got out of control. You know, mm-hmm. the internet's the yeah, wild west. Got, got away from them. Yep. And the internet's batting uh, a little higher percentage than conspiracy theorists are right now. We're we're batting a nine ninety seven. Mm-hmm. Uh, I believe the internet's at nine ninety nine right yeah. now. So. so we're hot on their trail, though. Yeah, we're <laughs> <laughs> hot on that trail. Um. So, boy, am I forgetting anything before we let the hooligans lose here? Nah, man, I think that's it. Um, yeah, it's a great show. Ryan Alexander, always a pleasure. Uh, spitting that game. Go check out all his shit, his books, 
um all the the longevity products the whiskey pack he's got for us yes sir it's definitely the business absolutely so uh hooligans man you coming on the nebuchadnezzar enjoy this episode with ryan alexander the health hooligan talking about tobacco smoking and nicotine enjoy hey hooligans big country here want to tell you about our newest channel that we launched on twitch that's right come hang out with the hooligans the ogs the truth hooligans your boys big country boya chris to come play some video games have some fun guys go to twitch.tv slash wb conspiracies where we're going to be streaming every saturday afternoon come hang out with us jump in the party play some games have some fun connect with us and talk some conspiracies true crime maybe a little bigfoot maybe i don't know absolutely we will see you guys there hey truth hooligans this is big country here with another announcement for a new affiliate by Longevity, one of our favorites. Listen, Ryan Alexander, you know him, the health guru who's been on the show multiple times, put together a special whiskey pack for you guys at a wonderful, wonderful price and gives you a free gift. Check it out. In this pack, you get Beyond Osteo FX, plant-derived minerals, one Beyond Tangy Tangerine, and Ultimate EFA Plus 90 capsules. That's four items for basically a discounted price. And what he's doing is throwing in a free gift for your support, a free gift to you guys, any book that you want on their list. You can check out the list on the link and check out this special with the link in the episode description below. Trust me, you guys are going to love this product. I use these products every single day, every single month, and it's going to blow you away. This is a deal you have to check out. So please be sure to click the link in the description of this episode. Become a hooligan, take advantage of the whiskey special, and get a free book by your boy, Ryan Alexander. So check it out today. Hooligans, what is up? Big country from the Whiskey, Beer, and Conspiracy podcast. Check it out, guys. As we announced, not going to be running ads on our show very, very soon in the near future. So this is the purpose of this announcement. We need your guys' support now more than ever. We don't want to run these BS corporate bullshit ads anymore about McDonald's cheeseburgers and getting the jibbity jab, jabbity jib. Okay. So we're going to need your support. And one of the big pushes that we are doing right now is for you to go on over to rockfin, R-O-K-F-I-N dot com slash W-B conspiracies. Create that profile and pay the $9.99 a month for the premium content. Listen, if you aren't familiar with Rockfin, it is a YouTube killer, okay? Killer. They do not censor their content creators. If our show ever gets pulled, that is where you will find us exclusively, okay? Rockfin. And it, listen, with the premium content, it's $9.99 a month, okay? I know there's some hooligans out there right now that are paying $25.97 a month for two different OnlyFans accounts. You need to knock that shit off, okay? You need to take that red pill. You need to join the hooligans on the Nebuchadnezzar. And when you pay that 10 bucks a month, you're not only supporting our show, but you're supporting every other content creator out there. Listen, the heavy hitters are on Rockfin, okay? Tinfoil hat, 
Jaronism, Jason Burmis, Ricky Verandis, Beyond Classified, uh, ODD TV, Conspiracy Castle, We Don't Smoke the Same, Eric Dubay, Slow News Day, uh, Conspiracy Social Club. Uh, I mean, the list goes on and on. Jimmy Dore, right? Zero, Charlie Robinson, Truth, Zilla, Legit Bat. I mean, Abby Martin. I mean, everybody is here. Grimerica, Union of the Unwell. I could sit there and go on for about an hour. Okay, I'm not going to do that to you guys. But this is the huge push that we're doing this year in 2022 to launch the show to the moon, which is not a physical location. Even if it was, I'm just using that for the argument. So head on over to Rockfin dot com sign up for the premium content and make sure you hit that subscribe button on our channel you get notifications for all of our videos that are free every week but exclusive premium content that we are uploading every single week including a few episodes that you will not hear anywhere else but on the rockfin premium page and our goal for this year is to hit 10 percent of our original 7,000 followers on Rockfin to get signed up. That's 700 of you guys spending 10 bucks, jumping on the Nebuchadnezzar. We're going to be doing a lot of exclusive things through the premium uh, live shows. You guys can call and have a chat with us, but this is a, a huge thing for us. And it would be so amazing if you could help us reach this goal and help everybody else who is a content creator on Rockfin because they love us. We love them and we love you guys, which is why we do what we do. So be sure as soon as this episode is over, head over to Rockfin, create that account, pay the $9.99 a month. You are not going to be disappointed. So we will see you there, Truth Hooligans, on the Nebuchadnezzar at rockfin.com slash WB Conspiracies. Okay, guys, we're back. We're back for another episode with a very special guest. Um coming back on the show for i don't know 700th time uh, a long <laughs> friend of the show glad to have him back he's going to drop some knowledge on us mr ryan alexander sir how are you oh i'm doing great guys thank you for having me appreciate you always of course of course absolutely absolutely um before we jump into it tonight ryan why don't you uh, let everybody know what you do where they can find you um you're on your 17th book or something like that 47th book you already <laughs> you've written these guys cranks out books <laughs> We got the eighth book coming out soon. Um, ah, actually, cool. I've made a new website with all of my Im- information and everything on it. Easy to find. It's called noticebooks.org and no T U S books.org. So Perfect. all the links, Instagram, YouTube channels and all that you can find all that there. I'm in the health business. That's what uh, you guys have brought me on. Most of the time I do a lot of these podcasts and stuff. It's usually either talking about something health related because that is my you know main thing. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people have me on to talk about conspiracies and uh, you know, mud flood and other things like that, basically just because I'm interested in it. Not an expert there, but today I think we're kind of crossing into both lanes here, into health, converging with politics. I think we're going to be talking about smoking, and that's um, yeah. a very interesting topic to me here. It does touch into conspiracy, and it touches into health as well. <clears throat> Yeah, I'm actually really excited to get into this because I, I I know that you were posting about this just a few months ago, um, reading about nicotine, reading about tobacco, and it might not be all that it's um, cracked up to be, or I could be way off on that. We're excited to hear about it. Um, but, you know, a lot has happened since the last time you've been on the show, not just with our show, but 
world i almost said globally whoops freudian slip worldwide all around the world all around the flat <laughs> plane that we live on um so a lot of things have, have, have taken place um we saw the rise and fall of covid uh basically over and all we needed to for that to disappear was putin to um play wag the dog on on the news <laughs> networks mm-hmm. and uh the vaccines as deadly as we fucking told everybody that they were. <laughs> <laughs> so put another notch on our belts there. Um, you, I know you, you, you said that you were um, working on becoming a U.S. citizen. I know you said you're still waiting on that, uh, but you're currently in Canada right now. Um, so how has, do you feel vindicated almost with everything that we've been talking about you've been talking about trying to educate people and then everything that's transpired since then till now do you do you feel a sense of relief almost well i'm super glad it's out of the news cycle i mean it's just on my end it's mostly been annoying like it has yeah. interfered with my life and everything and you know messed up the business atmosphere so that affects our business too but really it's more more just annoying you know, I didn't, I didn't buy into it. Uh, you guys and I talked at the very beginning of the pandemic. We didn't change our tune the entire time. You know, I still never believed that it uh, was anything more than a political wag the dog type thing, like you said. Yep. You know, the, it started with a bunch of people uh, in China falling down dead on the street. We didn't see that anywhere else. Everybody forgot all about that. You know, it was just it was fake from the start. And, uh, you know, world population went up during this time and all this stuff like like you said, all we need is a war to for them to change the narrative. So that's all it was uh, to me. It was a narrative. Do I feel vindicated? Not really. Honestly, I lost most of my faith for humanity mm. during this time. I had some faith left, you know, at the beginning, and then it just uh, is out the window. We just finally dropped mask mandates here in Ontario, Canada, damn. Like, like last week. You know, like not, not a long time ago. So it, uh, there's still a bunch of people basically still doing it. They want to yeah. stay in, in COVID land. I guess they're, uh, you know, they're, they're that's, fully that's their personality. <laughs> we, yeah. we still, we still, I still people see people wearing masks. Oh, yeah. and people ask me to wear people masks. I'm like, no, I'm not going to wear masks. Yeah. Like, no. haven't you heard? This shit's over. I think they're trying to ramp it back up, though. There's been like more of this like scary footage from China of them like, separating children now from their parents mm. f- fucking rounding up pets household pets oh that was sickening dude yeah in bags and just throwing them out on the side of the street and like they're i mean they're cats so it's like, yeah, they're cats but i mean probably dinner let's be honest but they're <laughs> they're like ramping up this whole fear thing with covid again like they, let's fucking try it one more time you know what i mean and i i uh I think everybody's just kind of over it at this point. Everyone's got a little bit of COVID fatigue. At least the normal people do. Yeah. Well, I feel like now, too, it's even like if you don't have a Ukraine flag in your profile <laughs> picture, you're obviously a fascist. A white, a white supremacist. A white supremacist fascist. Yeah. And I'm like, you, you, guys are actually, you guys are actually supporting Nazis. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, I mean, it's it's. Uh, I'll second that, Ryan. I think you, you hit that. You hit it right on the head there. That uh, I did lose a lot of hope in humanity. Um, and, and, but it would seem that it's in pockets. People have had a short memory, and they just kind of went back to life the way it was before. Mm-hmm. But I also recognize that whenever the next event rolls around, they're going to also fall right back into line. 
Oh yeah. Um, because they're going to forget what happened with COVID. And then I don't know, something else will come along and they'll be like, Oh man, I guess I got to, you know, lock myself in my house yeah. again, or just got to not turn, turn in my neighbors. Yeah. I guess I got to start snitching on grandma. <laughs> that bitch wasn't wearing a mask guys. So, a lot of people did wake up though. That, that is the truth. Yeah, There's been I a agree. ton of people over the last couple of years who have uh, followed us in some capacity and said, I'm just waking up to this and COVID had something to do with it. I know mm-hmm. some people personally who, uh, you know, COVID caused them to look into things that they never had to look into before. Yeah. And, uh, you know, the trucker protests in Canada gave me a lot of that hope back, you know, well, not, not gave some of it back Yeah, you know, to see that there was a bunch of people who could see clear enough that say, you know, even if you even if you believe in the vaccines and all this stuff, even if you believe in COVID and whatever the news tells you, it's still not correct to address that by taking people's rights away. Right. You know, and, and, and changing the nature of our democracies, you know, changing our constitution and all this kind of stuff. So it's good that people could at least see that, hey, freedom is actually being threatened here by this event, regardless of the politics behind the event. Yeah. Uh, I absolutely agree with that. I mean, people definitely did wake up. And I think, you know, when people get wrapped up, especially in like the Q thing, that was, oh, it's a psyop, bro. And I go to get my mail. Getting my mail is a psyop now, I guess. It doesn't matter what you do. Someone tries yeah, to just hijack this movement of trying to sound like they've had profound information when, you know, six months ago they were like, I'm on the Q train because I'm killing well, the train. And then yeah. now they're like, psyop, bro. I knew from it's day the, one. It's Fuck. the same people who are like, you got to get out and vote. We got to turn this around, you know, and it's, it's like, dude, that's cute. But it's in all reality, you know, a lot of people did wake up. And uh, like Ryan said, I, I know some people personally who weren't into politics or, you know, into world affairs or anything like that. Are you drinking yoga pants? <laughs> yoga pants, Operation Yoga Pants, bro. <laughs> it's gluten free beer. Don't don't come at me like that, bro. <laughs> I, just, I wasn't expecting the can to say yoga pants. I'm sorry. Well, listen, uh, if I drink a beer that has gluten in it immediately i get like a tremendous amount of phlegm like just mm-hmm. for the rest like the next day day and a half i'll have phlegm with so this no, beer no so gluten? no so no heffenweizen for you huh uh no that's a hockalugan <laughs> is what that's called for me <laughs> that's um, drinking i'm drinking a half right now oh, uh-huh. well. i'll drink one for you too Thanks, but uh man. enjoy your phlegm you know so many so many people woke up um and there are a lot of people i think who Maybe I think it was better for them to be kind of tuned out to what's going on around the world, to politics in general and things like that, and then have COVID happen. And then they realize like, oh, shit, these are the bad guys. These are the good guys, because you have these people who are so rooted in like, I am conservative. I am a Republican. (laughs) And that shit gets in the way of them really seeing what's going on. Right. Because anytime. A Republican politician gets busted for some shit. They're like, no way. The left framed them. It's like, nah, man, they're fucking dirty, too. You like know what I mean? Dr. Oz. Yeah, but the, the people who kind of just came through COVID realizing, like, all these people around us really don't give a shit about us are kind of on the right path of realizing what the world really is. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah I think that the biggest part people's problem is they put blinders on you're talking about being i'm so hardcore republican that they can't do anything wrong i think this was a good opportunity when something that came out like this and how both sides you know twisted and used this epidemic or pandemic or whatever you want to call it to gain some kind of footholds for themselves and this kind of took those blinders off and gave people opportunity to see these 
you know, greedy, awful politicians for what they are and their alternative motives. So, you know, that's a good thing. Bad thing is it's come and gone and people have a short memory and people are going to forget about all these bad things and how these tyrannical governments were overstepping their bounds and taking away a lot of our freedoms that we are all God given rights to have. And as we give these freedoms away, you're not going to get them back. And that's the biggest (laughs) struggle from here on out is, you know, they fooled us once and we, people, the majority of the people fell right in the line with it. And because they did, they're going to, they're going to push harder and go further next time. So whatever it may be, you know, they're going to try to pull the the bag over everyone's head and do it again and really push hard to take away the rest of the stuff that they didn't get this time. Mm-hmm. Bring it on. Without a doubt. Um, Ryan, before we jump into the topic that we wanted to discuss with you tonight, um, tobacco and nicotine, um, I'm going to go ahead and screen share um, the special that you set up for us, for the hooligans out there, the whiskey special. Um, that way people can kind of see what it is. And maybe you can talk about that real quick. Um, I do have the link scrolling on the bottom of the screen right now for when the video comes out. We, of course, attach it to every episode description and we promote it uh, with, a, with a live read damn near every episode. So I'll go ahead and, and share that if you want to talk briefly about that before we get um, going on tonight's topic. Yeah, actually, I really like the whiskey pack. Uh, basically, it's all 90 essential nutrients with extra minerals. And extra minerals is usually a good idea. The other products are more comprehensive. They have more ingredients and they're more expensive. So you don't need to double these comprehensive products in order to bring up your minerals. You just have the extra minerals included. It's got the liquid bone and joint formula. It's the OsteoFX product. Uh, Usually that's the fan favorite for taste and just ease of taking it. Don't have Mm -hmm. to mix up another powder. And I prefer it personally. It's just the easiest way to do it. And uh, uh, the whiskey special, it's basically the dose, you know, like I said, expect most of you guys to be over 150 pounds. So having those extra minerals just barely makes it a really intelligent dose, basically. Right. And and I've spoken in length about this product and how it's changed my life. Ryan, I think we talked last time you're on the show about Mm -hmm. my personal experience uh, experience with just longevity. from myself and my wife. So if you guys want to know more about that, I'm sure Ryan would be willing to take any and all questions that you shoot his way. He's super knowledgeable about that. He, he is the hooligan health, the health hooligan. Uh, yeah. is what we should start calling. I guess. That's yeah. When, when we, when we start our, uh, when we start our cult in the desert, we're going to need a shaman. We're not gonna Ryan, call it, Ryan's on the list. This is not going to be called a cult. We don't want to go down that path. Hey, hey <laughs> tomato, potato, dude. Yeah. Hey, Ryan, you're not busy, right? You're, you have a robe, right? <laughs> they'll call you a cult even if you're not, you know, if, yeah. uh, if you're some group that's doing something that is weird, they'll, they'll just call you a cult anyways. See, that's right. See, that's Chris? Right. Get ahead of the game, dude. That's it. So, Ryan. <laughs> no, um, <laughs> no cool. No, it was flavor aid, remember? It wasn't cool aid. <laughs> Um, let's get into the topic that you've been doing some research on. I'm really excited to talk about this and to listen to what you have to share, um, about tobacco nicotine. Is it what we've been told? Is it not? Is, uh, is it a psyop? I don't know. Well, you guys are the first ones who have invited me to talk about this. Uh, usually when people want to talk about health, they don't want to talk about smoking, but, uh, I was in the health business. I've been in the health business. uh, It's my seventh year now. I got into it because I was in pain. I grew up in pain. I was born all twisted up in my mother's womb and lived in pain basically the first 25 years of my life. 
so that's what brought me into the business because I got out of pain with these mm -hmm. nutritional strategies and those products, the same products that we were just talking about, that's the many essential nutrients. That's what did the job and changed my life that way. Now I just say that because long before that I was a smoker and I started smoking uh, tobacco at 10 years old and marijuana at 11 years old. So you know, upgrade. you upgraded, you upgraded. <laughs> been a smoker, right? You know, I, I empathize with smokers. I, you know, both my parents smoked most mm -hmm. of my, maybe all of my grandparents smoked. I don't even know people smoked, you know? Yeah. Uh, this is a uh, very much a class thing as well. A lot of academics, especially in medical research and everything. These are coming from the classes of people that don't smoke basically mm. the, uh, the upper classes, but, uh, I always felt myself a, a blue collar guy and uh, blue collar people smoke, you know, in much <laughs> higher ratios than other people. Yeah. So mm -hmm. when I got into the health business, learning about all these nutrients and all this stuff, it always just was peppered in, you know, there's always references uh, to smoking. You know, you mentioned the flat earth thing earlier. You just mentioned the word. You hear it all the time in mainstream media, like, oh, people used to believe the earth is flat, but we're not so dumb now. <laughs> and they, they say that same thing basically in reference to smoking like well, there was a time when doctors used to smoke and recommend cigarettes like but we're not so primitive now we know stuff about health now duh right it's just <laughs> it's self-evident it's axiomatic and it always kind of bothered me because in everything that i was learning about health it had nothing to do with smoking mm -hmm. and uh in my own life you know when i turned my health around i smoked Mm -hmm. I've been smoking my whole life and I got out of pain. You know, I had asthma when I was a kid. I don't have asthma anymore. This is a food problem. It's a nutrition mm -hmm. problem, mm -hmm. you know? So I, I was in a conflict here. Like even the books that I respect, even the people that I respect are touting the party line that duh, everybody knows smoking is bad. Yeah. Yet, yet I just, I just fully turned my health around. You know, I went from 20% to 95% in a couple of months. Yeah, you know, I'm feeling like I could run around the block and race, you know, any random civilian, that kind of thing, <laughs> because any random civilian is sick from eating the wrong foods and nutrient deficiencies, whether they smoke mm. or not. Right, right. Right. So take this back to 1964, which was the, the landmark uh, point in the crusade against smoking. This is the Surgeon General's report in the U.S. in 1964. This mm. pretty much uh, kickstarted the tide of research opportunities right grant application opportunities to study the negative effects of smoking remember you're probably not going to get a grant if you uh, apply for a grant looking for the flaws in the theory of smoking you know it's right. at this point uh, because the surgeon general came out and said it in this report at this point it's basically self-evident that it's bad so all of the research being done at that point was to prove that smoking was bad and uh, i'm going to hand the mic back to you after this, uh, I got some more points here, but this is just kind of to, to set it up that since 1964, smoking has gone down. It's gone down dramatically. And even though it still is confined mostly to the lower classes, even they've gone down in smoking mm -hmm. rates. Right. So very generally, the public has actually listened. And uh, you, it's people still kind of talk about it like, oh, if we only, you know, listen to medical science, we wouldn't be so sick. We wouldn't have a third of the population with diabetes or pre-diabetes, you know, if, if only we listened, but we did listen. Mm -hmm. uh, the consumption of saturated fat and cholesterol, which they also blamed for the same list of diseases as smoking, which is especially huh. cancer and heart disease, people have decreased their intake of cholesterol and saturated fat. They have mm -hmm. decreased their consumption of cigarettes. 
and uh you know there's hundreds of millions of gym memberships in america and all this stuff like they, they spend more money on gym memberships in america than anywhere else in the world they have listened to what medical science has to say and yet it has not decreased the prevalence of heart disease and cancer uh, cancer is not up through the roof like some claim but it's it's definitely not down right you know, it's definitely not dramatically mm -hmm. down diabetes is the uh the the one that's gaining the most traction in recent years metabolic disease basically and heart disease is going to kill us at one point or another so uh, just setting all this up you know they've told us in 1964 that's almost 60 years ago now they told us that smoking was bad mm -hmm. people largely did listen smoking rates have gone down as well as again cholesterol saturated fat all this has gone down and disease has not gone down and over 60 years we've had plenty of time to see what if any the statistical correlation between smoking and disease is and it seems to be non-existent right. there's more evidence than that just in the statement but this is just logically setting it up that if you didn't read any books on any of this the very first thing to question is why smoking was blamed for disease smoking went away mostly and disease did not go away mostly right mm, there's right. obviously other factors here We've talked in the past about some of those other factors, but it's going to be the same basic story. We're eating processed foods that are killing us. Processed foods, just a shorthand. We can go into list on, in the, into details on the list, but it's what it is. Processed foods are killing us, and we don't have enough nutrients to function properly. Right. Those are the two major things. Let me, like I said, I will hand the mic back to you, but this sure. falls into the same category as lots of scare stories. There's lots. You see it every week. There's some new compound. Mm -hmm. that people have identified as carcinogenic this contributes to cancer and it, i mean i think all of these things all of them from gmo foods you know which logically is a problem you mm -hmm. don't want to kill the bacteria in your body whatever but we don't have hard proof for any of these things we didn't even have hard proof for asbestos you know it's very difficult right. to, to um uh, replicate cancer statistically significantly in animals, uh, particularly small animals, a small a rat or a, a mouse is going to have tumors after two years, even if it's healthy, mm -hmm. it's just what it's going to be. So if they want to look for uh, nicotine or, uh, again, some chemical preservative or something, <laughs> if they want to look for harm experimentally to a rat or a mouse, they usually have to give it extremely unrealistic doses to see anything. And mm -hmm. then even then they don't see anything. You know, mm -hmm. it's, it's still it's a very hard case to make. Right. And the point with all this is physically after 60 years or more than 60 years, we still haven't been able to prove a physical model of how uh, any of these things directly cause cancer. Mm -hmm. That's why right. we can only use the word contribute to. And even then, it's a it's a very weak contribution, it seems. Yeah. So, yeah. <clears throat> well, that's that's why I've always kind of wondered in, in certain situations, you'll have like uh, for instance you'll have somebody that smokes for uh you know five years they somehow get cancer in seven and die in ten um or you'll have these other cases where yeah i've been smoking for 70 years and i don't plan on quitting until i'm yeah. dead you know and i'm like always wondering like well why is that person different than this person and I think we've talked about uh, this uh, a little bit in length about germ theory um, versus terrain and also the chemical makeup of different people and, and how things react to their bodies. Like, I think there's just some people that that can't get cancer 
their bodies just has this innate ability to fight it whatever kind of chemicals like they have makeup in their body that has an ability to, to, to fight against it. Um, and then you have other people who are just compromised in some way. And it's, yeah. Yeah. You I, have people who've gotten cancer two, three, four different times. Yeah. You know right. I mean? Yeah. Well, and, and what's interesting too is, um, I mean, I've drastically changed the way that I view health, eating diet, um, <clears throat> You know, like we don't clean our house with chemicals. I haven't used a body wash in like over two years. Um, we we use as much natural stuff as we can. We clean the we clean the kitchen with lemons now. Um, and ever since I switched the diet to gluten to gluten free and non GMO and organic as possible as possibly as we can, taking the products, dude. I've been sick in four years, going on four years now. Mm-hmm. Like same with the wife. Uh, little man, you know, he remember we were telling that story that he got his first cold or whatever yeah. when he was 11 months or he didn't. And he was just teething. Yeah, he, I think I, I think he was teething. He had all the signs. Listen, Chris and I have been through. I, I'm i pretty sure he was teething. Yeah. You know what I mean? But but you're right. Like my 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 entire family, my mom, my Nana used to smoke. My mom smokes. <laughs> she actually just quit. Um my brother smokes. My dad smokes. My dad still rolls his own fucking cigarettes. You gang, know? gang. <clears throat> so it's, but for some reason, I never picked it up. And it was never that I was afraid, like, I can't touch a cigarette. I'm going to get sick. I was sent out to the car one time to get my cigarettes for my mom or my mom's cigarettes. And I put one in my mouth and didn't even light it. And I was like, this tastes terrible. And <laughs> I put it back in the pack. <laughs> and I fucking went there and handed it and I, so I, I've I've never like gotten in. I'll smoke a cigar, I'll smoke some hookah, but never some ganja, you know. Yeah, you know, a little bit of the devil's lettuce. But I'm right here, dude. I'm fucking above 21 years of age. I bought it all legally. Okay, Jesus, Cop? Jesus God, Christ, leave it up to the cop yeah. to narc on us all. Jesus, remember he's gonna tell on me about the picture of the rifle I sent. Jesus, <laughs> but uh, These guys. But no, I think I think you're right. Like there are just some people who, whether they smoke or not, are going to end up with some form of cancer throughout their life, which obviously is terrible. But I, I remember being in school and there was just a huge push. Like if you smoke cigarettes, you're going to die. As soon as you're of age, everyone's going to offer you free drugs. And first of all, no one has offered me any free drugs so a bit disappointed in the teachers yeah you got to put in for that yeah, you got to fucking actually pay out of your own pocket for drugs now hey is is it snowing outside you're like it's <laughs> 75 degrees in july uh, what are you talking but about? i have had people approach me and ask me if i can sell them drugs because apparently i look like a fucking drug dealer um <laughs> i don't i don't profile people but <laughs> you know it's <laughs> a little bit off topic but i think it was for uh tobin's bachelor party yeah, I had just had my wisdom teeth pulled, yeah. so I was in, and and I didn't want to take the pain medication they gave me because it made me feel all fucked up. So I was just toughing it out, and they're in this bar, this club, dancing, and so I was just sitting there with my hoodie on, hood up against the wall, like, can we fucking go? And I couldn't <laughs> leave because Robert fucking drove me. So <laughs> I'm sitting there, and this guy comes up. He's like, "Hey, you holding?" I'm like, "Holding what?" He's like, come on, man, you know. I'm like, I don't know. And then it hit me. I was like, you think I'm fucking selling drugs, dude? <laughs> and he was like, oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. But uh, come anyways. on, dare, man. Yeah. Did you pay attention to dare? 
but Shit. but that but they they program you from such a small age like cancer is going to give you or uh, cigarettes are going to give you lung cancer you're never going to be able to like <laughs> run and play and you know what i mean it was a huge push for no smoking and now i mean in california you fucking can barely smoke outside yeah <laughs> right now now ryan um so two-part question here and, and and maybe you don't have the answer to this but one i guess we have to ask the question is okay what is cancer um and then two with with let's just say smoking for an example uh because i i think we'll get into nicotine and, and maybe even chewing tobacco a little bit in a little bit but um would you say that smoking does have some type of negative effect on the body maybe it's not cancer maybe it's not the growth of tumors but just overall uh performance of your body uh does it have a negative effect on that well uh, as a smoker it's hard to deny that it uh, doesn't slow you down but most of the books that i've read have uh, indicated the importance of a threshold so you know if you smoke two three four up to ten most of them are saying that you, under ten then it's really not going to impact you that much, but any smoker knows that like you go to a party and you know, you smoke it all night. You, you definitely feel it. You feel it. Then you feel it the next day. It, it, right. You can't deny that that's going to slow you down for sure. But uh, in my little research here, I've been collecting articles about, uh, you know, major athletes and other performers that smoke, you know, it doesn't seem to slow them down. Uh, most of the American presidents ever have smoked, mm -hmm. you know, so intellectually it definitely doesn't slow you down. You know, Einstein smoked the pipe and, and obviously, in the past, everybody had a picture with them in, with a pipe in their mouth or, or something right. like that. You know, everybody yeah. smoked in the past. All the all the major inventors that you could name and everything. You know, even Edison, he didn't like cigarettes, but he smoked cigars. You know, so mm. smoking was uh, basically ubiquitous. And there are many top athletes that do smoke. Even Michael Jordan, he liked to you know cigars. Oh yeah. When we when we talk about smoking, most people automatically think it just means cigarettes. Cigarettes, but... yeah. Uh, cigar smoking is actually it's very popular it's been very popular for a long time but it's uh there's a resurgence of popularity with cigars and vinyl records and you know that sort right. of uh yeah aesthetic basically so cigars are in a resurgence uh pipe is another way if uh there's non-smokers listening cigar and pipe you don't inhale traditionally you don't inhale right. they're much stronger forms of tobacco so you just put it in your mouth and it absorbs in through your mouth and by the way, it's not just the nicotine. They haven't been able to prove that nicotine is a, a carcinogen itself. Mm -hmm. And it's so hard to make the case that nicotine itself is the active addictive ingredient. I know we've probably all tried uh, nicotine-free products and been like, wow, that's really just not even worth your time. But <laughs> yeah. not, not just taking the nicotine out of it. Nicotine is also in several foods. It's in eggplant. It's in potatoes, tomatoes, cauliflower, pepper, tea. I never heard of anybody addicted to eggplant. You know, so <laughs> doing lines of eggplant in the, in the kitchen. I'm sure the quantities matter, but uh, there's something uh, different about um, the actual smoke that uh, is the addictive component there. Right. Um, and but of course, you mentioned chew. Uh, you could chew it. You can snort it. That snuff was very popular throughout, uh, mm -hmm. throughout history. Um, yeah. But you'll also notice that the, bundling this all into one conversation doesn't make a whole lot of sense. Even if they could prove that smoke itself caused uh, uh, irritation of the lungs, which they can't even prove that, mm -hmm. uh, amazingly. Even if they could prove that directly, there's no reason for chewing tobacco to share a label with uh, regular tobacco. Right? I've seen right. chewing tobacco labels that say, warning, this product can give you lung cancer. 
I mean, they haven't been able to explain how smoke causes lung cancer, let alone uh, chewing tobacco tobacco. causing lung cancer, right? So so the crusade itself doesn't even make that much sense if you look closely at it, right? You're saying Mm. that, you know, it's just taken for granted. Of course, smoking is going to kill you. Smoking what's going to kill me? Smoking cigarettes or smoking cigars? They don't want to even admit a difference. They don't want to admit that uh, there's safer ways to smoke. I think there's like a class difference um, from the public's point of view when it comes to cigarettes and between men, like and, menthol and, and, and Cubans. Well, you, you know what I mean? Like, it's like when you think like when you think cigarettes and you're like, oh, do you like like Ryan had mentioned, you, you think about celebrities or athletes that smoke do you know any 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 celebrities or athletes that smoke and most people will probably tell you no and then you tell them like oh michael jordan one of the most prominent athletic figures of our generation is you know got plenty of famous pictures of him smoking cigars and they might go well that's different you know same with a pipe like they've they've made a clear distinction that cigarettes are bad but smoking a pipe and chewing tobacco, like chewing tobacco, I think is down there with cigarettes, right? Unless you're a baseball player. Right. Like they've kind of sectioned off, like these are the type of people who should be smoking cigarettes and chewing tobacco. These are the type of people who should be smoking cigars and, and smoking out of a pipe. And uh, I think that has a lot to do with why only cigarettes are really targeted. You know what I mean? Of course, now they have a label on every tobacco product. Um, they even have label on, on cannabis. Right. Right. And it's like, but I mean, you can go buy a can of paint and it'll have a cancer label on it. Prop 65, baby. Yeah. It only so, causes cancer in California though. Yeah. Only in California. <laughs> so wear your mask when you're painting your house. Ryan, you had made a comment that they, it hasn't been confirmed if nicotine is the addictive substance in tobacco or which causes people to smoke more. What what would it be that would cause it to be addicting if it's not the chemical that they're introducing into your body that's kind of foreign that you all don't? Your head. It's just in your head? It's all in your head. You've been told it's going to be addictive, dude. I don't know about that because <clears> – <throat> I hope my wife's not listening. To allegedly, this. come allegedly. on, she's not listening. Let's. let's my go. wife's probably not listening to this, but <laughs> I allegedly I started using pouches off and on uh, nicotine pouches because I chew tobacco and then stopped chewing tobacco and then found just the pure nicotine pouches and use them. But I would say I'm probably pretty much addicted to them at this point because I don't want to go a day without them. It become a little bit of an asshole and. Well, short without it. without it, but I seem to be able to be even keeled and have it in my mouth and not have any issues with my demeanor. But I don't know. I, I I'm just I'm playing devil's advocate because if I've introduced something like a nicotine substance into my body and now my body craves it, that's got to correlate to it being the addictive substance. Well, I, I think want. it's just become a habit, in my opinion. Uh, Ryan might have a different outtake. Well, nicotine is uh, probably one of them for sure. Um, put it like uh, coffee and caffeine. Mm-hmm. Taking pure caffeine tablets, it is going to give you the jolt, but nobody's going to say it's, it gives them the same satisfaction of brewing the coffee, smelling it, enjoying it, reading the paper with it, what, whatever their habit is. You know, doing, mm-hmm. while they're doing, on their commute, they're drinking their coffee. They have all these other associations, habitual associations to it. Ritualistic. So, yeah, yeah so smoking has a lot to do with that as well. But uh, nicotine, uh, tobacco, uh, uh, the coffee bean, 
these just have hundreds and hundreds of different phytochemicals and, and nutrients and proteins. So it's it's probably the whole package. And again, yeah. taking the pure caffeine, it will do something to you. But you're probably not going to get addicted to it. You're probably just missing the main thing. <laughs> probably missing the coffee more than anything. Yeah, yeah. Probably be the same thing with nicotine. That's why uh, nicotine patches and gums, they have very, very low success rates. Uh, mm -hmm. You might see studies or, or uh, advertisements that will quote a study that say it's like you're 95% more likely to quit if you use uh, the, this nicotine gum rather than doing nothing. Well, that's because quit rates are so low in general. Remember, you can twist statistics to say whatever you want. Yeah. So yeah. if uh, only one out of 100 people quit without the gum, but two out of 100 people quit with the gum, you know, it's not a very big improvement, but it's it's a double improvement. You know, right. so you're 100 yeah. percent more likely to quit. So you just, just double that, the success rate. Yeah. So <laughs> I, I can just right there say you're 100 percent more likely to quit with, you know, this gum than otherwise. Right. But uh, right. yeah, it's, it's a very low success rate in any case. And so they're just comparing it to not very good. They're comparing not good to not very good. So it's not uh, people don't get the satisfaction from the nicotine gum and such generally mm -hmm. so they just they don't stick with it and this is a uh, good for repeat business for that product but it, it means they probably are just going back and forth between smoking and the gum oh yeah more or less yeah, perpetually I've, I've seen that <laughs> yeah a few times the guys yeah. that spit out the gum then light up the cigarette afterwards yeah and then they're yeah. like i'm gonna quit again i'm gonna go get some more gum you know or they yeah. switch to like a vape pen but then they're just on the vape pen like i it's chiefing you know, it too my yeah God, and these guys don't think, put it down yeah, but I think a big pot, part of it, like Ryan said, you know, you're brewing the coffee, you're smelling it, you have this routine, and it's the same thing, I think, with smoking cigarettes. You're used to, all right, I'm going to take my break, I'm going to go out here and smoke a cigarette, you know what I mean? You're, there's certain things you would do while you're smoking cigarettes, so yeah. now you got to fucking stand around with the rest of us <laughs> not taking as a smoke break. You know what I mean? So you've broken yeah. your habit and something that you've been used to doing, Yeah, you know, so we are creatures of habit. Yeah, exactly. Um, but, but I think the same goes for chewing tobacco. Like you guys, both of you guys have gone through the phase of, I'm just going to try tea. I'm going to try natural tobacco. I'm going to try, you know what I mean? Yeah. I don't and, know. Mm -hmm. and a, a big part of it is, having that in your fucking cheek and spitting it into a cup that you hope no one picks up on accident. Yeah. Done that a couple you know? of times. Yeah. yeah. That's disgusting. Well, and it's kind of funny that just a little off topic, but my wife is super addicted to this show. Uh, Ed Edgerton, Edgerton? Bridgerton. Yeah. Bridgerton. My wife yeah. Too. Okay. So there's this, there's part of, of one of the episodes she was watching um and i i came out there she's watching it and uh one of the the black ladies the mm -hmm. main queen or what i don't know what i don't know what the fuck I, I don't i don't follow along they all wear powdered wigs so they're the enemy yeah. to me <laughs> so, <laughs> they, she um she whipped out this tin and she like grabbed a pinch and she's like snorting it and my wife was like is that cocaine and i was like no that's tobacco <laughs> why you want she's like she was like they snort tobacco and i was like yeah snuff i mean it's not as popular like yeah. now, I don't know. I don't know anybody that does it now, but it's a thing. I'm sure there's some random weirdo listening to a 45 snorting snuff. Right Dude, now. Yeah. <laughs> my wife's uncle carries a can of snuff, and whenever my wife's not around, he's like, "Hey, Chris, you want you want some snuff?" And I'm like, "No, I'm not going to snort the tobacco. If I'm going to have it, I'll put it in my mouth." I'd, yeah, I'd rather snuff is well, snuff is a mouth type of guy. I'm too, snuff, too snobby for snorting yeah, things up my nose. Lay it in his mouth. 
Well, it's, <laughs> snuff is a bitch to pack too because it's like it's like sawdust fine. Yeah. So that's oh, why yeah. they put that rat that wax ring on the bottom so you can. I don't know if for any for any dippers out there, you're welcome. <laughs> um, yeah, but it, you know, I I I chew tobacco. Um, or I dip, I guess there's a, there's a difference between chewing tobacco and dip dip. You put, oh, your I, lip. Didn't I didn't yeah, know chew, that. Yeah. Chew, chew, you put in your mouth, like, yeah. like the, it's, it's, it's tobacco leaves. Mm-hmm. Like that's what the baseball players used to do. That's why they had a big old cheek full of tobacco. Yeah. Red man. Yeah. And, or you wrap it with bubble gum yeah. and you put it oh, in your mouth gross. and then you just chew and you just chew it. Um, okay, that's disgusting. So I, I, I did dip for fucking 11, 12 years. And, um, you know, not knowing what Ryan is presenting, I when my son was born, I was like, okay, I don't want to die, so uh, <laughs> probably stop doing that. And then, um, it, but it it got to a point where it was a habit that just grossed me out hmm. of like constantly having like a like a a layer of like tobacco in your mouth, like your saliva, always feeling like I had to brush my teeth. Did um, your breath ever like smell bad after? I, I, n- I never, but... I never, I never chewed. Like I said, I've never smoked tobacco unless it's a cigar or out of a pipe or something. But the, uh, I would, I would imagine like it has its effects, same as cigarettes do, um, <clears throat> on the vanity of everything. You know what I mean? Yeah. I only, uh, only dated uh, one girl that smoked, and yeah, I, it sucked. Well, it's if you're a non-smoker, like you can smell smoke a mile away. Yeah. You know what I mean? So that's. That that was a huge deal with us uh, when we started having kids. And my my mother in law, she would smoke. Sometimes she would smoke in the house, and we'd get the kids back, and they smell like fucking ashtrays, and their yeah. clothes smell, and their blankets smell, and you know we got to give them a bath, wash everything. So um, obviously that's much different than like a health outtake of it, but yeah. it's definitely like something that people. <clears throat> who don't smoke would be like, Hey, that's one of the biggest, you know, backdraws of it is mm. the smell. Um, some people I know they'll smoke and then they'll either chew like whitening gum or brush their teeth or rinse their mouth out. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Cause they don't want any of that. Um, I to be presented either. I, I so. work with a guy. Uh, there's very few guys that work at cops plus that smoke. And the guy that I share a car with, he smokes. I've never once ever smelled cigarette smoke in the car on him. You know, he's, he smokes and he's pr- instantly putting gum in his mouth or something else. Cause I can never had any yeah. issues. Yeah. Like my brother-in-law is the same way you, yeah. you get into his truck and you would never know he was a smoker. Yeah. He, he never smells, you know, never seen him smoking his own personal car. He, he's always outside of his yeah. car doing smoking outside. So now Ryan, is that an aspect of, of a negative health effect with smoking <clears throat> as far as like secondhand smoke? Uh, I mean, especially with around young, young children or, or, or younger kids, is that uh, as, as hazardous um, as we've been led to believe, uh, or is that part of everything involved with, you know, diet, environment, terrain, all that stuff? Um, well, step back a little bit. The okay. longest lived right. people in the world, uh, most of them live with, still to this day with an open pit fire, open fire pit in their mm-hmm. house, inside their house, an open pit fire, not a nice uh, cast iron stove. They have an open fire. I said that multiple times to emphasize the fact that there's big, black, thick smoke billowing 
inside the home. Right. Probably three or four generations live all in that home. So the longest lived people on earth, longest lived populations live with black sooty fire all the time, you know, uh, especially in the winter when they're basically hibernating inside. Right. And, uh, a lot of these places that it'll be too level, like in the Hunza Valley, the, their houses will be too level. In the summer, they'll live up in the second level where it's more breezy and airy. In the mm. winter, they all move down to the first level. It's basically one big open room with a fire pit in the middle of it. And they all live together in that one room for the entire winter, mm-hmm. breathing this fire pit, right? You've been camping, of course. Yeah, this, yeah. Talking about, you know, secondhand smoke, well, t- tobacco smoke smells. I mean, that's the main complaint, of course, but it's nowhere near as strong as a campfire. Oh, yeah. Right. Something about a campfire. Good luck in that. I fucking love it. Yeah, it smells, it smells yeah, it's, great, it's usually. It's great. Yeah. Yeah. Brings yeah, back good memories for us, it but does, uh, does. the point is that they're, they're inhaling this. They're inhaling this right. black smoke. If it's black, it means it's got particulate matter in it. Mm. So, I mean, this should be the worst type of smoke to breathe in. But these people don't die of lung cancer. These people don't. Uh, they don't have cancer yeah. defined as a thing. You know, they die on a cold night uh, when the, when they're ninety or hundred or hundred ten. You know, they just go peacefully in their sleep. They, they don't die of lung cancer. They don't get yeah terminal diagnosis and go on chemotherapy and all this stuff so when we're talking about secondhand smoke itself isn't proven to cause disease not even the the worst forms of smoke in the 1993 the epa put out this big report about uh, secondhand smoke and uh, this is uh, you know just like the 1964 report by the surgeon general this is the other landmark event in the history of the anti-smoking campaign There's an excellent book about this, by the way. It's called Passive Smoke, The EPA's Betrayal of Science and Policy. It's a little book put Mm -hmm. out by the Fraser Institute, the institute I really like, put out books questioning all kinds of things. But they go into great detail about uh, many of the direct frauds. And uh, this was brought out in court afterwards. The the U.S. federal court condemned the EPA Mm, for their misconduct during this uh, because they did multiple things. They excluded data. They were mm. supposed to include uh, studies. This was a meta-analysis, so they look at a whole bunch of different studies. And uh, this is 1993, so there's been at least 30 years of solid research efforts since the 1964 Surgeon General report. But they ended up excluding all the studies that were not in America, uh, basically because their statistical significance was already weak. And if they included these foreign studies they wouldn't have statistical statistical significance meaning they wouldn't have a statistic uh, a significant association between spouses who lived with smokers and right. and lung cancer is already very low numbers here remember they make it out like oh you're gonna die if you smoke most smokers do not die of cancer mm-hmm. right most people don't die of cancer most people die of heart disease mm-hmm. they also try to pin mm-hmm. heart disease on smoking just like they also tried to pin heart disease on cholesterol and saturated fat Right. Meanwhile, truth is, has nothing to do with this. It has everything to do with other nutrient deficiencies and food problems causing that, as as we've spoken of before. Mm-hmm. Point is, they've been barking up the wrong uh, tree here, and they haven't been able to prove that smoke causes the disease directly, and they definitely haven't been able to prove that secondhand smoke causes these problems directly. They did manipulate their data. That this was again, this is the U.S. federal court saying this that they cherry picked studies. They ignored contrary evidence. They lowered the threshold um, 
they they lowered their tolerance acceptance level. The EPA already had standards in place. Mm -hmm. uh, we're only going to accept data with uh, this level of threshold to consider it significant. But they lowered that. So they basically reduced their criteria for considering something statistically significant. And they did that only in order to make this statistically significant. It was very obvious. This is what the U.S. federal court ruled as well, that it was very obvious that they had come to the conclusion that secondhand smoke caused disease or was a, a major contributing factor in disease. They had already come to this conclusion before they started the report. Mm -hmm. right? This is not what it's supposed to be. This is not a propaganda arm. This is supposed to be science here and science right. is not supposed to uh, have your conclusion already picked out for you and then cherry pick data that matches with your, right? This is textbook bad science. This is not what right. you're supposed to do, some, but this is some Fauci shit. Yeah, this is the Environmental Protection Agency, though. You know, and this they've done this many times for many different things. You know, I haven't gone into the tangents about um, asbestos and, and other things, but uh, I bet it's the same story. From what I can tell at a glance, it's, it seems to sure. be the same story. But they'll prop up their case and they'll take uh, they'll take the credit. You know, we eliminated all yeah. the, these pollutants from your life. Thank us so much. <laughs> Keep giving us more money, EPA. Yeah. You know, so this is a the EPA report thing. This is it's a scandal that no one's ever heard of. You know, it's, it's just something that's not going to be covered in newspapers and everything. Everything you're ever going to read about from in the media, not everything, but the vast majority of it is going to be in bias of smoking because, mm -hmm. of course, everybody knows smoking is bad. Duh. Anything to the contrary must be sponsored by big tobacco or must just be. <laughs> some conspiracy or something like that so you just never you never hear about that but you also never hear that the epa had to lie and be called out in court for lying by a u.s judge right you know, to, why would you have to lie if the case was so strong if we had proof that uh, smoking was bad why do we have to manipulate data you know mm -hmm. why, why do we have to cherry pick studies why do we have such weak associations even in very serious studies i mean they've taken dogs and kept them in cages and, and strapped them into smoking machines where they're smoking 24-7. 24-7. This is already... Did Fauci, like, did Fauci do that one too? No, these were done These were done back in the 70s, I believe. They've done this with many animals, but uh, they haven't been able to reproduce statistically significant cases of lung cancer, even when the animals are basically being tortured because mm -hmm. they can't move around, right? Dogs hate being confined anyways. They don't like being in cages anyways, but they're in cages with their heads strapped into a smoking machine 24-7, and they're still not able to replicate lung cancer. Like, you know, they yeah. don't, they just don't have the proof. Yeah, right. Well, and this is <laughs> something that I've always, I've always been kind of curious about because, you know, okay, you know, as far as chew goes, right? Chewing tobacco dip, whatever. Um, I've always wondered like, okay, that's just a plant, right? You can grow it yourself. So you mean to tell me that if I took this seed and I planted it, grew it to its full potential, trimmed it, dried it out, chopped it up and chewed it or smoked it that somehow, Oh, I'm, I'm just as likely as somebody buying a, you know, a pack of cigarettes from the store would die of something, but it just, it never, like it never could make sense in my head that a mm -hmm. plant could do that to you. And I, I, before, you know, this conversation, I was always chopping it up to what well, must be the stuff that they add to it. Right. Uh, you know, the carcinogens, quote unquote, and, and the chemicals they put into it. And there was this uh, rat conspiracy poison. rat poison. They literally <laughs> let the rats shit in your tobacco. <laughs> and then you chew it. Um, I, I I believe for a long time that that dip had fiberglass in it. 
it doesn't have fiberglass in it. Like that's a it's a complete conspiracy yeah. that that was pushed <clears> that because um, I don't even know how you would like on a manufacturing perspective how you would do that. I mean, for a long time I did believe it because I was like, God damn, this shit burns like a motherfucker and cut your lip up. But <clears throat> it, it's actually just the season stem that does it. But um, so with that, Ryan, like what would be the like what would be the motivation for the EPA, the government to lie about a product that's uh, not as harmful or harmful potentially at all for a product that they already get to tax? Like what would be the, their motivation to demonize something that they tax and people are going to do regardless? Mm hmm. You know? Yeah, I would say two two main reasons with a conspiratorial New World Order third oh, possible yeah. reason. Uh, first is taxes. You mentioned that it's taxed. Uh, sure. But before all this kerfuffle with the Surgeon General report and so on, uh, it was not taxed. Cigarettes were very, very cheap. Uh, it's not like it wasn't taxed. It just wasn't taxed very much. Mm. Now it's taxed excessively. Especially <laughs> in Canada. I've also lived in Australia. Australia is, I think, the lowest slowing nation on earth. I do believe that's true. And um, one of the reasons, one of the ways they achieved that was by taxing it into oblivion. Basically, I remember showing up yeah. and going to the store. I mean, like, yeah, I'll take your uh, your cheapest pack of cigarettes. I'll just you know start off <laughs> seventy five. Whatever you got, yeah, I'm, I'm <laughs> seventy five twenty two. And I'm coming over from Europe, where you know, if, if you don't have a cigarette and a coffee in your hand, people ask you if something's wrong with you. Right, you know, terrorist. Okay, can, can I get Check you a bag. cigarette? You know, why aren't you smoking? Yeah, so packs are like, you know, two, three bucks or whatever in, in Europe. And I go over to Australia and they're $25, you know, pack. Oh, shit. Right. I just yeah. say, well, I guess no, thank you. You know, right. <laughs> like, what? What's going on here? $25 yeah. a pack. I'll just right. buy groceries so, instead, I guess. <laughs> uh, so, talking about the reasons to do this, there's a, a heck of a lot of tax money here at stake. Uh, I know that's yeah. quite a petty reason. The next reason is pride. And this is the reason that a um, that theories advance one funeral at a time in science. It's pride. You know, you've been taught something. You spent your life researching this thing. Mm -hmm. You are the least likely person in the world to change your mind. Right? Revolutions don't come from uh, people who are already entrenched in the theory. They come from new people. So, I mean, look, the the whole medical establishment did not have an explanation for cancer, heart disease, emphysema, all, all the diseases that are blamed uh, on smoking. Again, saturated fat. They just didn't have answers for these things. So, you know, it's sort of like, you know, you picture Kennedy saying, We will go to the moon. Right. Yeah. We chose to go to the moon. With cancer, right. You know, mm -hmm. we will beat cancer. We will. I, we will put our best American scientists on the case. Still working on it. They'll, well, they came up with smoking. They came up with cholesterol, <laughs> saturated fat. And they yeah. presented that to the public and say, this, this is it. This is the cause. You know, of all these diseases, so it's our mission yeah. to decrease smoking. They've been doing this for 60 years, so it's it's taxes and pride. Why would they do this? Absolutely. Because yeah. they needed to explain disease, and they couldn't explain it. And, you know, this is really passing the buck completely off of them as well, because their treatments suck, remember, mm -hmm. right? They, they also, they, just because they don't know how to um, explain cancer, it doesn't mean they couldn't also have a, an effective treatment, but they don't. Their treatments suck, and their treatments kill you. Yeah. So this, this kind of uh, takes their um, responsibility away from both explaining it and from being able to do something about it. Hey, it's right. your fault. You're the one that's smoking. You know, you stupid <laughs> Americans, you're smoking. You're eating all this saturated fat. You're not exercising enough. That's the reason that you have cancer and you have heart disease. And so what? Our drugs don't work. We're, 
you're lucky we can do anything for you you fat yeah. slobs basically this is the <laughs> message that's been given to us it's our it's our problem we have diseases it's our genetics right it's mm-hmm. you know it's our fault basically it's our genetics and we're not exercising enough we're not we're eating too much fat we're smoking too much yada yada even though we're not really doing those things anymore right uh, so the third new world order conspiratorial possible reason is over the last two years we just saw and we talked about today that we saw a bunch of our rights being taken away for our own good yeah those four words for our own good this started with smoking legislation we could say that it started with prohibition and alcohol sure you know but Seat basically seatbelt a heck of a lot of laws and um bureau bureaucrats uh, set up you know the whole agencies involved in this now a lot of this was set up for smoking in our mm-hmm. own for our own good right in the name of our own good right and uh, this is a big problem to me you know a lot of your viewers probably already understand agenda 21 and you know they want to take our rights away they want to tax us into impotence basically they want us all jammed in cities and not driving mm-hmm. cars we got to drive bikes and we got to not own stuff and, and whatever it's a it's a weird plan but it seems yeah. to be what they're really all about mm-hmm. so this could be slipped in there as well right they've been stripping rights away from us for a very long time mm-hmm. and uh smoking is one of those things that has basically persecuted a whole class of people mm-hmm. i know persecutes a strong word i don't really fully mean it in its strongest sense here but it, it is a class like i said the the lower class is the smoking class right at least the cigarette smoking class some cigar smokers have been caught up in it because, again, they say smoke is smoke, whatever. But it really is just a way to take more power away from uh, the bulk of the people, which is the poor people, right? It's basically right. a pyramid structure. If you're looking at it economically, the top 1% or whatever, they're just at the top of the pyramid. But the base the base are smokers. And right. even though it's less than 50% of the population now, it's still a huge, uh, a huge thing. And so basically... In general, poor people pay more taxes than anyone else. Or sorry, mm-hmm. middle class people pay more taxes than anyone else. Than else, poor people mm-hmm. don't pay that much tax, but they pay the most consumer tax. The most proportion of what they're spending is on things that they need right away, and c- cigarettes is part of that. So they end up paying a big, huge portion of their tax and cons- sorry, a big portion of their income in consumer tax. Mm-hmm. Middle class people obviously they pay the most taxes. Wealthy people know how to get around taxes, so they pay the least proportionally. But what I'm right. saying is that all this legislation about smoking, all it's really done is taxed poor people more, you know, because poor people are the ones that are that are paying for all right. of it. Basically, all of the cost has gone on to the consumer with the rising cost of, of cigarettes. And the, the fact that this was done on faulty science, no one seems to care because it seems to be more politically motivated. Right. Well, mm-hmm. We don't like smokers. Right. So it's a that's an important thing, though, this whole anti-smoking thing. It wasn't so much about smoking and tobacco itself as it was about smoke herbs, mm-hmm. right? Condemning a, a yeah. type of person, that not makes more just sense. Uh, <clears throat> the seedy people. Remember, almost anyone you see smoking in a movie is a bad guy. Yeah, you know, like for sure. one of the ways that they establish that you're a jerk is to have you smoke or eat an apple on screen. <laughs> right. I don't know that, why apples are the thing, but that's the thing. This that makes. Evil. You know? that, uh, that makes so much sense especially with the pride thing that may i mean let's not get on outer space but <laughs> don pettit this fucking asshole who's an astronaut and they're like he's like i would go back to the moon in a, just a nanosecond 
but we don't have the technology to do that. And we destroyed that. And I was like, look, dude, video, here's a, here's a video illustration for you guys. Okay. General chaos, Sega, 1993, 16 bit 2020 death stranding comes out. We went to the moon supposedly 30 years before 16 bit cartridges came out. You mean to fucking tell me we don't have the technology. You're an idiot. So the pride thing on a conspiratorial uh, stance makes a lot of sense to me um, because, okay, flat earth, space, whatever, you, you would destroy entire organizations um, if they were to admit that this is something that is not true, that you've been been lying to us for, for decades about. Talking about smoking, uh, talking about nutrition, um, uh, all, all the things, you know, lead paint. I mean, there, uh, there's this interesting conspiracy about lead paint that with all this free technology, free electricity that used to be used in the old world with Tartaria, the lead paint was actually the insulator for, for homes and being around this basically, you know, static electricity at all times. I don't. That's that's why houses burn so much faster now, right? You yeah. used to have such a longer roost. Like the fire department could, you know, take their time pulling their trousers up, and now it's like your fucking house. If there's a flame, your house is gone, and and anywhere from eight to ten minutes. Well, and think about that with with the fucking lead paint, though. They said like, oh, eating lead paint gives you makes you stupid. I don't I don't know anybody like I have a one year old that kid puts fucking everything in his mouth. I've never caught him chipping the paint off the wall to try to eat that shit. So I don't know. Like, I just don't buy that. No, but you know what happened? One dumb baby ate a paint chip and now we have to have a warning label. Same with fucking hot coffee cups. You know what I mean? (laughs) Same with everything else. Like it, it used to be for survival of the fittest. Right. And now if you grow to if I was to grow a tobacco plant in my front yard and one of my neighbors decided to fucking call the city, then I would be going to prison. Right. Mm-hmm. Because the government cannot tax that plant in the ground. And I, I have a feeling that in the next 10, 15 years, it's going to we're going to go through another prohibition with cannabis for the same thing, because now the government wants to legalize it. Guess what? Now they're going to fucking tax the shit out of it. They do tax. They, they already tax. They, it. Tax they the already tax it. it. But but now because it went from, you know, with with tobacco, it went from you can have tobacco grown in your backyard to if I catch you with that plant, you're going to prison. Mm-hmm. Right. And it almost reminds me of the way hemp went, right? And and hemp was kind of a challenge to the tobacco industry, and they shut that. And and the more more so the wood industry, and they shut mm-hmm. that down real quick. Um, and to go back to the conspiracy mind of why are they attacking tobacco? Honestly, is probably a group of of tobacco, you know, fucking entrepreneurs that pissed off a politician. And here we are, <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean? Because right. listen, I, I, in the automotive industry, I'm, I'm around exhaust all fucking day. Right. Um, I mean, hairdressers are around fucking nail polish remover and hairspray and all this other shit all day. And, and I feel like those things are far worse than to tobacco could be for you. Um, but yet they're still like, yeah, have at it, you know, knock yourself out. I totally get the way that they demonize the tobacco for the purpose of taxing the shit out of it, because we're not going to look at that tax and be crazy. If 
eighty percent of the public thinks, yeah, tobacco is awful. So uh, get so, those guys. We'll so like raise it the makes tax. people feel better about paying. Yeah. Okay. I see. For I the people point. that don't buy it, right, like, right, right. Say I'm I buy cigarettes and you don't. Mm-hmm. You're gonna say, well, fuck. They're gonna tax the shit out of it. You know, it's no problem to me because right. I'm not smoking. Right. But there's mm-hmm. enough of people that do. That smoke. happened in California. Yeah. Oh yeah, I knew plenty of people though. Oh, I voted in favor for that. I'm yeah, like, well, why would you 20, vote in favor of a tax? Fifteen, I think it was. Yeah, like, they raised the fucking. So it's like, it's not Australia prices, but it's like eight bucks a fucking pack. You know, um, you could still head to the Indian res and get them a lot cheaper. You could buy cartons there for much cheaper than you could anywhere yeah, else. I know. But... I know the first time uh, before the wife and I moved out to Kansas. Uh, I was fucking scalping logs of tobacco. I'd come out here. I literally bought all of this one flavor that they had. And when I flew back to California, I was selling it back to guys out here because it was <laughs> it was cheaper and I was making a profit. Is that Chris? Now you like yeah. them apples, baby. How you like that? <laughs> Free market, sunshine. Free market. Um, Capitalism, baby. Well, something <laughs> I wanted to get into a little bit. Uh, and and Ryan, you may or not, may not know this, but so like when I was chewing tobacco, a very prominent baseball player died, um, and I felt really bad about what. You okay? Yeah. Gunshots. I'm surprised you guys didn't hit the floor. <laughs> oh, my chair, the little the little oh. arm that keeps it from sitting back slipped out, and I almost fell. Damn, I thought I, I was... almost caught you. Do you see my ninja reflexes? Yeah, it was a little. Chris delayed. was like. <laughs> uh, I almost completed a black backflip and landed on my feet. <laughs> but, uh, I didn't want to kick the beer over. Save the beer. There was a, a a prominent baseball player that died, and I felt really. I was upset about the way that they used his death as a propaganda tool. They sure did against chewing tobacco. It was Tony Gwynn, mm-hmm. and uh, he had died of his years of battling uh, a mouth cancer. And then I remember watching this video where this uh, doctor was talking about. The cancer that he died from um supposedly right he, not, okay ryan just for the sake of the argument this is what he was saying <laughs> uh he died from this very rare form of a salivary gland cancer and the doctor was basically saying that that uh you can't get cancer from chewing tobacco and this speci- specifically this one because out of all the tests that they've done with chewing tobacco, where your salivary glands are located, it's impossible for tobacco to get to it. Mm-hmm. Even as absorbent as your mouth is, it just it's too far down in there. Right. By the time it would even get close to it, your blood's already been um, absorbed by your bloodstream and your body's body cycling through it. Um, but they use that that his death, they they stood on his grave as a propaganda tool to demonize chewing tobacco there was a push i don't know if they ever passed it which i don't even know how you would make this happen of banning chewing tobacco at padre stadium i'm like how yeah. the fuck you all right open your mouth like what yeah. are you Let talking see. about spit it out like a dog spit, spit it out spit yeah. it out but but they also i think they also sued whatever brand that he would chew i think they sued them mm. um, and to try to hold them as responsible for him getting cancer like you know, it was my like my wife's cousin. He he was a minor league player, played in the big leagues a couple of games. He was chewing fucking since high school, and, you know. And then when that happened, like they were all like, "No, we're quitting, we're quitting." And I'm like, "This doesn't seem right." You know what I mean? Like it it feels like I don't think that's why he got cancer. You know what I mean? 
but like like Ryan was saying, you can bullshit the statistics, right? So you take baseball players and you say this percentage of them chew tobacco and this percentage of them have cancer. doesn't matter what kind of cancer it is. They're just going to tell you cancer because they want you to go on that fucking Susan G. Coleman walk every year and donate hundreds and thousands of dollars. And and then it turns out like, oh, well, maybe like these guys, some of these guys never fucking chewed, never smoked or they quit a long time ago. You know what I mean? And they still go with the push like, yeah, but they used it for so long that it was just bound to happen. And it's kind of a cop out to the medical diagnosis because it's like it's weird when you go to the doctor and they say, do you smoke? And and if I put because I've asked the doctor before, like when I was starting to make appointments on my own to go to the doctor, you know, they it would say, do you smoke? And I'd be like, well, like sometimes I, I smoke cigars so I don't know if that counts. No, nah, that's that's fine. Don't worry about it. But then, like, we go, like, I've been to the doctor with my mom, and they're like, you smoke cigarettes? Yeah, how long have you smoked cigarettes? Uh, fucking 60 years. And they'll be like, hmm, you know, that's really bad for your health. And, like, they grill her, give her the third degree about it, you know what I mean? Um, and then these athletes pass away, and it's like, that's the flag that they fucking plant on their grave is anti-tobacco, mm-hmm. which that that was it was like they did you know the video montage of all of tony Gwynn's greatest achievements and then at the end they're like stop chewing tobacco yeah and it was kind of like what the fuck like it kind of cheapened his legacy you know what i mean yeah and it's like he's the only one i know of yeah that they've ever talked about yeah dying no, but, from a form of cancer oh, yeah, and major, they related it to chewing league. Yeah, yeah. Because in, in high school, you, a coach will always tell you, like, you know, my friend's uncle used to play ball. You know what I mean? Like they always yeah. know someone who knew someone, and so like a coach will always tell you, like, oh, you shouldn't chew if you're out here on the field. You know, sunflower seeds. Get some sunflower seeds or something. Right. You know? Right. Yeah, it was a shame, man. And it was. Um, I mean, don't get me wrong. Out of the the eleven, twelve years that I did dip, I saw. Um, a negative impact on my mouth as far as like, I have like a receding gum line on one side. Um, and that like freaked me out for like, I don't know, a day or something like that. I was like, I'm quitting. <laughs> and then I was like, the next day I got a can or just whatever, switch but sides, just switch sides. That's all you do. Um, <laughs> but even my last visit to the dentist, I mean, this was after I had quit. He didn't say a thing about it. He's like, yeah. Oh, your gums look great. Teeth look good. Anything bothering you? Nope. All right. Cool. Yeah. See you when I need you know, to see you. It's funny, my wife and I had this conversation actually this weekend. We were talking about, I think it was the doctor she had when she was pregnant with my oldest. And um, she was asking, because, you know, new mom, like, okay, what can I do? And some doctors like, you can't do shit. Like, don't even look at fish. You know what I mean? And (laughs) Don't even think about it. Yeah, you can't have sandwiches. And like, and she basically told my wife, she's like, whatever you're doing, whatever you have done, don't stop because your body is already attuned to how your like whatever your vice is you know obviously like you should probably stop smoking crack and doing heroin um (laughs) but she's like if you were smoking cigarettes i would tell you probably should cut back but she's like to be quite honest if you're gonna quit now you're going to be going through a mental state and a physical state of i don't have this anymore which is going to put more stress on you and more stress on the baby you know what i mean Mm-hmm. And you can find fucking ads from, what is it, like the 50s 
where they're like smoking moms choose marlboro <laughs> like, <Yeah. laughs> and That's it's like great, a pregnant yeah. lady you know what i mean so hitting it in her belly button <laughs> take a take a buff kid <laughs> yeah dude I, i'm still old enough to remember i know chris remember, <laughs> i'm still enough to remember going to restaurants and they'd ask you smoking or non-smoking yep it was you just know, like and, a different booth over dude there. but it, it totally <laughs> like when covid happened it totally brought me back to that because it would just be like on one side of the room with like <laughs> a, a little bit taller like glass partition <laughs> and be like yeah you're good and you could still smell the smoke right and and so now it's like oh deadly fucking pandemic cool here's a piece of plexiglass but you're still gonna reach under to hand me the money you know yeah it's funny so ryan that was kind of a long-winded statement about tony Gwynn and, and chewing tobacco um especially about what that doctor was talking about but uh i mean are, are you familiar with with that case in of itself i'm not but uh it makes intuitive sense at first glance because this has happened with smoking many times. Many famous people have been smokers and whenever it is they die, whether it's 50, 60 or 90, they're still like, hey, look what smoking can do to you. Yeah. And it's uh, it is it's propaganda. It's kind of gross. I agree. But uh, like I said, it makes intuitive sense. That, like, OK, he smoked and he got lung cancer, of course, because the smoke is in the lungs. OK, OK, he he chewed and he got mouth cancer or something. Well, of course, that makes sense because it touched it. But what about all the people who get mouth cancer who don't chew? What about all the people who get lung cancer who don't smoke? These are significant significant amounts of people who never smoke, etc. Because there's multiple factors to cancer. No one thing causes cancer. No one thing reverses cancer. Cancer is always going to be caused by multiple things, multiple problems in the body. Uh, There's always going to be some sort of a food problem. There's always going to be nutrient deficiencies. There could potentially be something else in the environment, some other poison. Mm-hmm. Um, you, you guys, you mentioned like brake cleaner and stuff yeah. earlier. I worked in a mechanic shop in my youth as well. And yeah, they use brake cleaner to clean everything, oh, yeah. not just brakes. You're smelling brake cleaner all, all time. You know, all these yep. toxic chemicals all the time. Those are going to have way more contributors to me than smoking. Uh, exactly. you know, we've said it many times that deep fried food and oxidized oils are way worse than smoking by weight Mm -hmm. because the same chemicals that are considered toxic in uh, cigarette smoke or the same types of chemicals when they're found in liquid oils or processed foods or deep fried foods there's just so much more of them by weight in what you're eating than what you're smoking when you smoke a cigarette under a fume hood and weigh the smoke it the smoke doesn't weigh very much it weighs almost nothing Mm -hmm. so cartons of cigarettes don't add up to being Worse than a single French fry. One single French fry weighs more than several cartons of cigarettes. It's something I like to bring up a lot because when we're talking about things that we know that damage the body. We're talking about free radical particles here, basically. Right. We know where they are in the environment. We know they're in car exhaust. We know they're in, in industrial activity. We know they're in foods. Again, oils, deep fried food, processed meat, burned meat. Uh, you know, so... We know they're out there, but yet we still keep going back to cigarettes saying that, uh, and cigarettes are by by easily the worst form, you know, even though the risk is overhyped, there's still a risk. Mm-hmm. Cigarettes are still easily the worst and they still don't add up at all, even close to what most people eat for breakfast or lunch. Right. You know, one, all these people are out there trying to be healthy. A lot of them are eating oatmeal for breakfast and then, 
you know, they're cooking their lunch in avocado oil and it's all oxidized and they never would smoke because they're trying to take care of themselves, but they're still probably going to get cancer if they don't supplement and stop eating those things. Right. Things that people think are good. There's just a lot of misplaced um, effort here. It's it's just like the, they're, they're just barking way up the wrong tree. They're, they're way off. You know, they couldn't be yeah. further off. Blaming the blaming tobacco. Again, it does make a certain amount of sense. Oh, it's in <coughs> out. It is acidic. You know, if you've ever got tobacco in your mouth, it is acidic. It'll like burn mm. your mouth, you know? Yeah. Having it in your mouth all the time, that can't be great. But uh, other than causing a localized problem, mm-hmm. it, we have no evidence that it, and exactly how it contributes to cancer. And if anything, it's not statistically significant. Definitely not with chewing. And uh, again, even with smoking. Let's pick up on, on this uh, secondhand smoke thing because sure. you know, pe- people are worried about this. Like, oh, I don't want you to smoke because it's bad for me. And this is why the EPA report in 1993 was so important for the anti-smoking movement, mm-hmm. because it finally allowed them to really implement implement wide-scale smoking bans all over the place, because now it's no longer an issue about your personal health and safety. It's an issue about other people's personal health and, health and safety. Well, aside from the chemicals that are in smoke, some of the main reasons that it's theorized that it's bad for us directly is because it's hot and because it's moist. So <laughs> heat... heat and wetness in our lungs is apparently bad for us. So <laughs> when it's secondhand smoke, this changes very, very dramatically. It's mm-hmm. no longer as warm. It cools down very rapidly as soon as it's exhaled or if you don't inhale it and just goes into the atmosphere. It cools down rapidly um, and the, the water disperses rapidly. And many of the chemicals, the problematic chemicals that they've identified in cigarettes, that they up. say are a problem. They just dissipate, they just evaporate within milliseconds, yeah. right? So they're a problem chemically, but if they don't exist for more than milliseconds, you know, after uh, the combustion of the mm-hmm. plant, then it's not a problem in the atmosphere. If it's floating around the atmosphere, if it's if it's dissipated, it's 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 done, it's, it's over. So most of these chemicals, they just disappear in the air, you know, very, very quickly. And this is why cigarette smoke doesn't hang around that much. I know you were talking about, you guys were mentioning, you know, you bring the kids home and they smoke cigarettes. I get it. But again, compared to a camping fire, the camping fire smell really, really sticks around. Uh, oh, some, yeah. Some smokes are heavier, uh, mm. like marijuana, for one. You know, marijuana, the, the smoke is much heavier. It makes you cough more. Yeah. The smell is way stronger, and it sticks to things longer. You know, but st- still, even still, most of these uh, so-called harmful chemicals are um, they're dissipated immediately. And mm. I don't mean to use the word so-called as in, like, brushing it off. Like, no, these things are bad but right they're in minute quantities and they disappear very quickly and there's many things by the way there's many compounds in tobacco that people worry about but they'll do things like stand in front of a barbecue Mm -hmm. stand in front of people i love my barbecue this could even be considered a healthy thing well it's not you know we know the world knows there's lots of fumes being produced by the barbecue that are in cigarettes or that are worse than the ones that are in cigarettes and you're standing over it and that's bad (laughs) Yeah, if you're burning I, your food, that's double bad. Yeah, I would say my wife feels the same way. Like if I have a smoker going, right, and I'm doing like a pork butt, it's going to take me eight to ten hours to smoke. And then I come inside after that. She reacts the same way as if the kids were at the in-laws, you know, with the cigarette smoke. Like mm-hmm. I can't sit on the couch. I got to fucking go take go, a shower. Yeah. you know, Go de-lice I mean? yourself. And but like Ryan said, it's such a heavier smoke that it doesn't matter how many times I wash my beard there's still like a hint of it around, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, 
and that that's something that I've always wondered about too, you know, especially like with with grilling and and smoking meats and things like that is we're we're still intake and probably more so than I would if I was smoking throughout the day. You know what I mean? In in a much smarter uh, shorter amount of time. Mm-hmm. Like that they that can't be any worse than smoking half a pack of cigarettes throughout the day. Well, there's other things like candles, mm-hmm. by the way. Uh, you know, I know it gets kind of annoying in the in the health world. You know, you keep realizing like, God, man, that's bad for me too. <laughs> candles is one of those things for me. Uh, there's a lot of people in this business who say beeswax only. If it's mm-hmm. not 100% beeswax, don't use it. Because candles are also, if you have candles going, again, picture millions of people that never, ever would smoke. But they got mm-hmm. candles going on their house all the time. Yep. Right? Candles are full of toxic chemicals. That's not even a secret. You just read the label on most of them. Full of super toxic chemicals. And actually, you mentioned cigarette additives earlier and chew additives. Well, a lot of the additives in candles uh, are really robust. You know, they actually withstand more heat. So when they're being released into the atmosphere, look at the candle next time you see it. It's not beeswax. It's right. black smoke. It's mm-hmm. really it's dark smoke going into the atmosphere and it's not dissipating as quickly as tobacco smoke. So a lot of these chemicals are actually staying intact in the in the home or wherever it is uh, for way longer than, than a cigarette was. Right. So yeah, you mentioned additives. I could not really find any evidence that the additives, uh, which are not that important, by the way, it's, you know, in the overall study of tobacco, as far as it seems. I've not been able to find any evidence that the additives are the problem. Mm-hmm. Um, some people have theorized that the paper is actually a problem. Uh, that smoking paper is probably worse for us than smoking um, the, the tobacco itself, especially yeah. bleach. Or the bleach filter, right? Or the filter. So, okay. So you mentioned that when you talk to a doctor, they ask you if you smoke. The reason mm-hmm. they ask you is because they can't actually tell if you smoke unless you tell them. Oh, there, shit. It isn't physiological science. People will be like, oh, it makes you smell and it makes your teeth yellow. And mm-hmm. okay, well, so apparently, coffee, tea, fucking all that. Shit. Yeah. A doctor can't tell by looking at you if you smoke. A doctor cannot tell by any test that you smoke. They have to ask you if you smoke or not. And right. even an autopsy, they can't tell if you smoke or not. People don't know this either. So we've all probably seen the pictures of black lungs and they say, this is a smoker's lung. Looks like yeah, well, an overcooked steak. Yeah. What, what they're really showing you is a diseased lung because mm. diseased organs in general will become discolored. Many of them right. will be black, oh, but they, they could be a, a different color in general. Fucking and liars. Any <laughs> organ. It can, it can go bleach white, but it's going to get discolored. It's not going to be right. the healthy pink that it's supposed to be. So they're showing you a diseased organ. And in the first ones, this is part of a conspiracy. Like, you know, there is conspiracy aspects to this. The original one that they uh, postered around was from the lung of a coal miner. Mm. Coal miners' lungs get black. It's from the coal. It's not from smoking. Lots of coal miners do smoke. Lots of lower class professions like mining, they do smoke. They have high incidence of smoking. But when they're showing you a lung, um, a coal miner's lung and telling you this is a smoker's lung, that was just 100% disingenuous. That was there to scare people. And what they really should have been saying, this is a coal miner's lung. Basically, if you don't want your lungs to look at this, don't mine for coal. But yeah, diseased uh, organs in general would turn black or, or purple or, or white. And so, uh, you know, they really can't even tell at autopsy whether you died of smoking or whether, or even whether you were a smoker. Again, whether you had lung mm. cancer or not. Many mm-hmm. people with lung cancer never smoked. 
They can't tell at autopsy that smoking killed you. All they can tell is that you had a disease. They can tell that you had the, the lung cancer or the whatever cancer it was, but they cannot say it, it was caused by smoking. There is no way for them to say that. And so let me say that... Um, Wow. The additives intuitively, I always thought this as well. I always thought, you know, menthol must be bad for us because whatever they put into it to make it menthol is probably bad for us. It was just a, it was just an assumption. Even in Canada, I don't know if you ever had a Canadian cigarette, but anybody who's had Canadian and American knows there's a huge, huge difference. I don't know what it is about Canadian cigarettes. I think they put additives or they, they treat it so that it, um, it, it doesn't burn if you fall asleep with it in your lap or something like that it, it puts itself out but yet it maintains a slow steady burn they've controlled the way it burns i don't know mm. something about it the taste is different the way it burns is different and i assume there's a whole bunch of additives involved but i'm not sure because a lot of it's proprietary and you can't get all this information right but point being nobody has ever proved that it's the additives that do it that are the problem they can't prove that nicotine right they've concentrate nicotine and the, the you know the closest they've got is by painting pure nicotine like like you know to picture like a uh, thick thick waxy substance and they paint right. it onto naked mice and they're <laughs> getting skin reactions basically and sometimes skin cancer so they were using that as part of a way to say that nicotine was bad because they couldn't do it through the lungs they yeah couldn't, they couldn't force animals to smoke 24 7 they couldn't see a result from that and so they just started really concentrating on a lot of these things and, and administering them to animals and trying to give them a disease that way. And again, they couldn't do it with huge, huge doses. So the additives, I don't think are, are a big problem here. I'm going to shut up in a second, but let me also mention that. <laughs> no, this is good stuff. When uh, let's connect this to uh, the nightshades actually as well. Nightshade vegetables, which also have nicotine in them as mentioned, mm -hmm. right? The eggplants and tomatoes. So these have nicotine in them, but that's not the reason that a lot of people are saying nightshades are bad. I'm not saying that by the way, but people say that, and they say it's because of uh, lectins and, and other uh, problematic phytochemicals, basically. They say that these chemicals antagonize us. They, they are there to protect the plant. And so it's, we shouldn't eat them because they're protecting themselves and it's hurting us. Well, all the longest of people, all the longest of populations all eat nightshades. Right? Mm -hmm. They eat onions and they eat garlic and, you know whatever whatever they eat whatever is there basically that doesn't kill them they'll eat it right and this is true you know no matter where they are but they all eat nightshades and most of the longest of individuals eat nightshades as well so what what is it is it correlated with longevity or, or is it problematic chemicals that attack our body right i'm saying this because when you smoke or when you chew tobacco if you've ever put tobacco in your mouth you know immediately you start salivating Right? Mm -hmm. Your body's uh, producing a, a protective sort of mucus. And it does the same in the lungs. When you smoke, when you inhale chemicals in general and you inhale dust, it uh, produces a mucus. The mucus mm -hmm. is a protective barrier. Now, there is actually statistical correlation between a benefit of smoking for many diseases. That, you know, I'm not sure we're going to re really be able to get into in detail, but mm -hmm. they often say Parkinson's and Alzheimer's. And I have a bit of an explanation for that. But there's also some studies that show lower incidences of cancers, a protective benefit from smoking. And mm -hmm. I think that the reason that both nightshades, uh, sorry, forget the word both, the reason that nightshades are correlated with healthy people, mm -hmm. I think would have the same sort of explanation. They're, prov they're provoking an immune response without getting you sick. 
it seems to be sort of like going to the gym for your immune system right eating vegetables right there's this whole thing about carnivore diet and you know people are saying vegetables are bad like kind of across the board because they have all these protective compounds in them mm. but this seems to be like sending your immune system to the gym right eating, right eating your vegetables getting a little bit you know attacked a little a little bit poked by yeah. these chemicals and your body mobilizes defense against them constantly and you stay healthy when you got to eat your vegetables right so it right. could be the same way, you know, that uh, being exposed to smoke and being exposed to uh, minor antagonists mm -hmm. can make us stronger. Right. You know? and it makes sense. Let yeah, me mention beforehand the, the mic back. This mm -hmm. thing about Parkinson's and Alzheimer's, uh, it's positively correlated that smokers get less of these diseases and a few others. And it's interesting. Honestly, I think the simple explanation, the main reason that this would be the case is that smokers, I think, eat less food. I mean, that's mm. not a, really a, a scientific statement. I haven't seen the the study, the controlled study, really proving that smokers eat less food. But I think it's just generally true. It's that absolutely a fact. It's if you're smoking, you're not eating. And uh, the, things that are, the things that are damaging, destroying our nervous systems, in the case of Parkinson's and Alzheimer's, those are foods. Yeah. 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 People that usually quit smoking often gain a lot of weight because they resort to eating. Yeah. Instead of, you know, using that time to smoke a cigarette or, or something like that. Uh, that's a good point. I never really thought about that. That's a, that's a pretty good point. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I know a lot of people that I, my mom, when she quit smoking, she gained, gained, some weight. gained, gained yeah. weight. She's like, I can taste food again. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure it does have an effect, you know, on your taste buds and things like that. Um, but, you know, it's. It's a pretty good perspective. I never really, I, I, I'm not a smoker, you know, so I never really thought, but I always did think it was weird, the push, like smoking's bad, smoking's bad, especially when there's so many other things, you know, that are terrible for you. Um, and then as far as like the additives go, the big thing in school was there's rat poison in it. <laughs> and I like just pictured this guy dumping poison into a vat of tobacco, you know what I mean? But I'm like, how the fuck would they actually get away? I mean, they poison the food, right? But they always tell you, like, the food is good. Like, there's nobody out here saying there's rat poison in the food. Um, and if and if there is, they usually tell them, like, you're a fucking kook. You're crazy conspiracy <coughs> theorists, right? Um, but when it comes to, to tobacco, like, like Big Country said earlier, we could grow this and then smoke it, you know? And, and, and they would still feel the same way about it. And uh, I think it's just a matter of time before kind of the narrative flips, like Ryan said, you know, we kind of get the truth out, out of every uh, funeral that happens with like the old guard. Um, but it's definitely really interesting. I never thought about much of any of this, to be quite honest with you, but uh, definitely makes sense for the government to be involved, tax the shit out of it. Uh, get their pay out of it, but then at the same time, like pushing that it causes cancer and, and class and, warfare. Yeah, well, like creating class warfare, but I also think it helps drive this whole cancer scare, right? Because we've talked about it before on the show, like how many hundreds of millions or billions, trillions of dollars in the past 50 years has been raised towards cancer research. And there's no, so like not even close to a solution for any form of cancer except for skin cancer and that's just to cut it out 
we just we just cut that shit out yeah and, and that's for most forms of cancer like if they're able to cut it out then they'll just cut it out you know what i mean but there's like all this money is spent raising but they're still like you know not giving enough a square answer on what the actual cause is and i think that's because it would just destroy like the fda would just go full retard you know what i mean yeah well that's what's interesting too about like skin cancer and stuff like that is the the idea that the sun causes skin cancer is fucking false and in, in it's completely in its entirety the worst thing you can do as a human being is put on fucking sunscreen right your body already has a temperature gauge for to tell you when you've been in the sun too long it mm-hmm. turns fucking red and they go hey inside you're yeah. like, all right you're right good, good time. for me that's two minutes <clears throat> yeah uh, well i mean but but i think i think your body goes with the tolerance you know what i mean yeah um and eventually you'll you'll grow accustomed to it the adaptation but i mean even with with children's cereal they fucking list tsp mm-hmm. in the goddamn ingredient list it's trisodium phosphate it's a fucking uh uh it's a it's a chemical cleaner chris you're bouncing we love you brother yeah, i gotta go guys we'll hey ryan you. thanks for coming on man i always love listening to you. the knowledge that you drop on us is always so good man i really do appreciate it appreciate you too chris thank you yeah, but with you know TSP, it's a, it's it's a it's a heavy cleaner. You can buy it at Home Depot on the shelf in like powder mm-hmm. form. Yeah. Uh, but it's listed in kids' cereal, and they're like, "Oh, that's okay. That's just what they clean the belts with. It's probably not a lot." I'm like, it's "Yeah, well, that's why kids are that's why kids are fucking retarded nowadays." Um, <laughs> but one thing I wanted to to ask you, Ryan, as we get kind of towards the end of the episode here, is nicotine specifically. Like, what is that? Is that a plant? Is it a chemical? Is it like man-made because I, f- I feel like drugs like here's the good drugs right right weed plant mushroom plant bacteria in a way grows from the earth anything that comes from the earth you're probably all right with yeah. you know allows us like not straight poison or something like that <laughs> um but like cocaine heroin meth there's like yeah all the chemical, steps to it yeah there's yeah, like chemicals all the chemical created drugs yeah so it what is nicotine like how does that is it like a plant what what exactly is nicotine well nicotine is a chemical and uh i'm willing to accept that it is a drug just like caffeine is a drug you know marijuana is a drug uh and they're not all benign by the way uh there's a legal plant by the way that is a legal hallucinogen it's legal in pretty much every country in the world i believe the only two i think this is correct is Australia and Saudi Arabia, the only two countries that you're not legally allowed to buy salvia. I don't know if you've ever heard of it, salvia. Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, just to reinforce that, just because it's natural doesn't mean it's good. Salvia is extremely strong, Mm -hmm. extremely powerful, but very brief high. It's only a couple of minutes, but uh, that's no joke at all. And it it is from, Mm -hmm. it's natural and whatever, but I'm just saying not, not everything that's natural is good. You know, alcohol is basically natural as well. And um, big country, I think you weren't in the room there for a second, but I was kind of saying that um, nightshade vegetables stimulate our immune system and yada, yada. They're positively associated with uh, longevity. Well, so alcohol. And I'm not advocating tobacco here. And I'm definitely not advocating alcohol. I was never a drinker. I'm just fortunate. You Mm -hmm. know, boy, you were saying, you know, you're glad you just you never smoke. That's your best case scenario. I'm glad (laughs) I never liked beer. I had that same situation you were describing. Just right cigarette in your mouth it didn't taste good i tried a beer from my dad i stole it from him thinking like this <laughs> drank a sip of it and i thought i have no idea how people drink this yeah 
what do you mean this is what they're enjoying? I don't I didn't get it. I didn't get it. Never enjoyed it. And I'm grateful for that. But alcohol is positively correlated with longevity. Mm-hmm. The, those longest of people that we talk about all the time, they usually drink way more than the recommended two servings per adult per day for an adult male, one serving for an adult female. And th- those same numbers exist for caffeine, one mm-hmm. serving of caffeine per adult female per day, two servings per adult male per day is positively associated with longevity. So even though all these things have problems, uh, you know, they're all a, a stimulant or a drug in some way, which again, you asked what nicotine is. Nicotine is a stimulant, it is a drug. Mm-hmm. Tobacco as a whole, it's the whole plant with its multitude of complex chemicals and proteins. It's a drug, you know? Right, right. Um, it, it They seem to stimulate our immune system in a way that uh, promotes longevity. And I don't know if you know, the longest lived woman uh, on earth that people agree upon was 122 years old when she Damn. died. And she smoked until she was 117. Uh, decided to give it up, huh? Yeah. <laughs> she only quit because she was um, blind and she was too embarrassed to ask people to light her cigarettes for her. Mm. But uh, she started smoking. What a smoking good woman. What a good woman. Sweetheart. She said she just said life wasn't worth it, you know, without it. And, and yeah, non-smokers might be like, oh, that sounds really desperate. But I don't know how many people you know that... They love exercising. It just, mm-hmm. you know, their day without exercise in the morning is just not the same, you know. It's oh, yeah. Way. Like, it's not worth it without this, without this passion that I have or this thing that I like to do or whatever. So um, Jean Calmet was her name, by the way. So Jean Calmet, she only quit for a year and she said, I'm going back to it. But anyways, the, <laughs> we'll be like, hey, don't don't use these isolated incidents. OK, well, there's a lot of these isolated inc- incidents. And the longest lived woman that ever lived that's agreed upon. Again, there's cases that are just not agreed upon. But we agreed, we we all agree that Jean Calmet lived 122 years. And she smoked for over 100 of those years. So, I mean, there's more to the story here. There has to be more to the story. Everybody knows 90 and smoked all the time. The Japanese smoke uh, way more than we do. I think they're one of the heaviest smoking nations on earth. They also have way less cancer, way less heart disease. Uh, yeah, actually, Ryan, not to cut you off, but as you guys were talking earlier, I did pull up a sheet of which countries have the highest rates of lung cancer, and Japan was not listed on that. It was like top 25 countries. Japan was not listed on that. United States was 13, and China was like 9. And um, I found it very interesting that you bring that up now with Japan, that they, they smoke fucking way more than we do. It's a, I think it's a very cultural thing. Yeah. Um, as far as that concerned, and they're not even listed on that list. No. So egg on your face, EPA. Suck it. Yeah, smokers here in the Western world, we tend to have this uh, always guilt, you know, like we know it's yeah. bad for us. You know, you even hear people say, oh, I'm going to the store to buy some cancer sticks. Like we just kind yeah. of remind ourselves. Guilty pleasure. It. You want to buy yeah. some death sticks? So <laughs> even among smokers, chain smoking isn't uh, good. You know, your buddy will be like, yo, I, man, you just smoked. Like you just smoked, you need to smoke another <laughs> one. Like your friend will tell that to you. In Japan, it doesn't seem to be the case. I've never been to Japan, right. but yeah, I'd smokers there really yeah. smoke. You know, they're smoking f- up to four packs of cigarettes a day. You know, yeah, it's insane. And they don't have lung cancer, not significantly. They will catch up as they continue to eat Western foods. Mm-hmm. You know, they eat our processed junk and they continue to not get minerals. They're going to c- keep getting more sick. They're, um, uh, Average lifespan, I believe, is going down a little bit in recent years. You know, we, we all had this big jump in longevity. All the industrialized countries 
we all have this big jump in longevity in the 20th century, but it is uh, it is going down a little bit at a time, I think, in Japan especially. And they will catch up with them. Um, right. I also wanted to mention something you mentioned earlier, Big Country, mm-hmm. about innate strength. And I do think this has something to do with it. Uh, you know, there's... I, I mentioned I was born all tangled up in my mom's womb and I had all this pain and everything. So I had problems from the start. And, you know, I think that... Uh, as much as we promote, like I've seen miracles in nutrition, don't get me wrong. But if you're born weak, you you can get to 100%, but your 100% is going to be less than it would have been if you were born fully nourished. And, you know, mm-hmm, sure. Uh, pe- like I live up in the country here. People who were raised on the well water up here, which is high in a lot of minerals, it's, you can smell the sulfur in it, which is sulfur is one of the key essential minerals for bones and joints. So People that were born on the spring water here, raised on the well water, they seem to be just big, big husky people. You know, right. I don't think it's a geographic thing. I think it's a nutrient availability thing. And I think for the rest of their life, their immune system is going to have a, an edge over people that uh, weren't raised on that stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, same goes for firstborn children. Firstborn children just get more nutrients. If the mother's not supplementing, she's going to give her most nutrients to the firstborn. She's going to have less left over for the second one and third one and fourth. And so the, the firstborn should be the hardiest. They should be the biggest. They should be the strongest, all else being equal. And um, yeah, we see this with many different people. So this, this has a lot to do with it. What's going to make you get cancer or not? This beginning start, I think, has something to do with it. What we eat in life is, has a lot to do with it. Whether we supplement with our nutrients or not has a lot to do with it. And whether you smoke or not has almost nothing to do with it. In our business, we don't ask people if they smoke or not. If they come to us with any, I don't even care if they come to us with lung cancer, it's, which isn't that common anyways, by the way. People come to us with more everyday complaints, blood sugar, problems, right. blood pressure, you know, aching joints and stomach pain and whatever. But even if they had lung cancer, I wouldn't care if they smoked or not. I would care if they eat french fries. You know, I'd care if they're eating gluten. I'd say get off the gluten, get off the deep fried. Same advice we give to everyone. Get off the deep fried food, no processed meat, don't burn your red meat no carbonated drinks and get on the 90 essential nutrients and increase your selenium, especially first thing to increase, which unlocks your body's ability to utilize its own antioxidant that it produces in its own cells called glutathione. It doesn't work with mm-hmm. selenium. So I'm just trying to wrap up all the, the, the loose notes I had here when we were talking. Yeah. And I wanted to mention, because you did kind of ask, uh, is does it have any negative effect? Well, I'm sure it does just like alcohol, just like caffeine, all of these things increase our need for certain nutrients. Some of them are diuretics, so they increase the rate that we dump our water and water-soluble nutrients. Those are important. Those matter. I think if you smoke, you should take extra selenium. Right? You are putting more free radical damage directly to your body. It's the equivalent of maybe, you know, maybe the pack of cigarettes is equivalent to like half a potato chip worth of, worth of damage in your body. Sounds like nothing for people who eat potato chips, but that's just saying how bad potato chips are. It's not saying how bad mm-hmm. cigarettes are. So right. you will need more nutrients. You know, if you exercise vigorously, you need more nutrients. When we put any extra demands on our body, we need more nutrients. But to, when it comes to the actual harm of smoking, it's almost unquantifiable. Right. Even as a risk factor, it's almost unquantifiable. Again, if you come to us for advice, to me, it's such a low risk factor that I don't even ask you if you smoke or not. It's a risk factor if you drink 10 coffees a day. That matters. You know, if, again, right. if you need gluten all the time, that matters. If you're not getting your essential nutrients, that matters. 
Smoking, whether you have a lung problem or not, whether you have emphysema, bronchitis, or lung cancer, I don't care if you smoke. That's not part of the protocol for you to get better. And when you're dealing with real people, you have to learn anyways that real people are probably not going to quit smoking anyways. If my program requires people to quit smoking or drinking, I'm never going to sign up any smokers or drinkers, right? Right. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> right. That makes a lot of sense. I used to work at a gym. I think you guys know. Mm -hmm. I worked at a gym in my late uh, teens and early 20s. And there were a few people that smoked there. Not that many, but... So same with fitness, like some of the fittest people ever, they smoke, they take smoke breaks, you know, some of them smoke uh, big time. And I had some friends that were smokers. Most of my friends were smokers and they'd be like, oh man, I kind of want to come into the gym, but you know, I smoke. And they say, oh, my birthday's coming up. I'm going to quit smoking, which of course I never do. <laughs> I'm going to quit smoking and I'll come into the gym after that. And even back then I'd be like, man, it's better to go to the gym and smoke than not go to the gym and smoke. You see what I'm saying? If you're going to skip right, smoking right. either way, you might as well do the good thing. Yeah, you know? absolutely. And, uh, so this kind of applies to everything in life. You know, there's a, there's a cost to everything. There's a cost to eating. Even the great organic fruit costs your body nutrients to digest it. Right. You know, uh, just for your body takes any food and turns it into glucose to feed the cells. When it actually tries to use that energy, it literally burns it. Mm-hmm. And that produces free radicals. I mean, so in the engine of your cell itself, it's producing negative byproducts that will damage your body and you need nutrition to clean it up. And this gradually damages our cells and this accounts for aging. And we can't escape this type of thing. We can't escape free radical damage completely. We can limit it. Um, you know, we can't escape chemicals completely. We can limit them. But none of these things are the uh, the biggest factor in disease by, by any means and again people can people can heal themselves from whatever they have whether they smoke or not it means absolutely nothing to me uh this innate strength thing that you were talking about it's it's somewhat of a factor yeah you get a better head start you're going to be better off throughout life and right. especially if you maintain those habits if you stay on the well water or stay on the bone broth or what, whatever it was that made you big and strong you keep doing that it's going to be better obviously and um that's, that's pretty much it. This whole smoking thing, I mean, most of it's just repetition. Most of the way that they convinced the world was not by a fantastic scientific evidence. It actually was not by an overwhelming number of reports from governments and stuff. I only mentioned two reports, Surgeon General 1964, EPA 1993. That's only two reports. Yeah. And honestly, in the history of smoking, there's not that many. And there's definitely there's only those two that made the most significant difference. They didn't just keep coming out with new evidence, right? You don't read the papers and say, oh, we did another experiment that conclusively proved that smoking causes cancer or heart right. disease or emphysema or whatever they're trying to prove. SIDS, even they try and connect it to SIDS. Yeah, yeah. Everything. There was a big, like, there was a big commercial, I remember, for years growing up in the 90s um, of a little baby sleeping, and it showed, like, a parent smoking in the living room. And then it implies oh, yeah. heavily that the fucking baby dies because there's an adult smoking in the living room while the baby's asleep. It goes and, up uh, through the window and it turns yeah. into like a grim reaper. Yeah, I remember that commercial. Yeah, and it tells you basically, and, and I don't even, actually, I don't even think the baby was the person who was smoking. It was just someone in the building, you know, and <clears throat> that's it's it kind of goes back to like like i said earlier here in california you can't smoke 
pretty much anywhere. Like literally you could be outside at the beach smoking and a cop will tell you to come by and tell you, Hey, it's against city ordinance for you to be out here smoking a cigarette, but you can have a bonfire on the beach, you know? Um, yeah. And there's cars driving around and parking and stuff. And it's, and I'm not saying that, you know, well, if, if, if we're allowed to do these things, we should be able to do this thing. I'm, I'm just saying it's all silly, right? Like, I don't understand why, uh, I I mean, and this is just kind of getting into, you know, regulations and shit, but it took forever for the state of California to just decriminalize cannabis. But when it, when it comes to a plant like tobacco, there's this such a big push to eliminate it from the public, right? So you can only buy it from certain, you know, manufacturers, you can't produce it yourself or else you're going to be in legal trouble trouble. And if you can produce it yourself and it's healthier, then why wouldn't they let you do that either? You know what I mean? It's just in general, they're telling you tobacco is bad and it will give you cancer. We don't want you to have it at all unless you buy it from, you know, camel or Marlboro <laughs> or, you know, and then they're still getting their cut on it. The government's okay. If they're telling us it gives us cancer but they're okay with it giving you cancer as long as the that company pays their taxes on it, you know? Yeah. Like, well, check this out. They're also saying that marijuana has a positive effect on cancer. Mm-hmm. And they'll even be like, yeah, okay, well, edibles and, and so on is a safer way to do it. But they're still saying that the smoke itself has anti-cancer benefits. Mm-hmm. So they, they've split themselves in a weird position here. And when I said I've been on a binge reading all the books I could find uh, that disagreed with the anti-smoking message, Mm -hmm. there wasn't a big pile of books. I literally found all of them and bought them all and read them (laughs) all in in less than a year. I did the whole genre, you know. There's a couple that aren't in print, but I mean, uh, literally every book out there that you could buy that that disagrees with the smoking message. Right. Smoking causes every disease. I bought them all and read them all in less than a year, so it's not a big deal. (laughs) <laughs> but uh, the, having to sort through mountains and mountains of books that are basically like uh, the the history of the murderous death machine of big tobacco, you know, or 5,000 reasons that smoking is bad or what piles of those books, you know, only this tiny little stack of books that disagreed with that. Well, when I was trying to do the exact same thing for marijuana, I had a heart as exact opposite. I was finding just numerous numerous books that are all about praising the medicinal benefits of marijuana Mm -hmm. and i could barely find any books that were disagreeing with that so how is it a completely different message when the active problem still smoke apparently yeah again we brought up dip so like people when you hear it about tobacco they are talking about dip they're talking about smoking they're talking about cigars they're talking about all this in the exact same sentence and it doesn't make sense are you telling me that smoking? Are you telling me that tobacco causes lung cancer because it's smoke? If so, why does that apply to dip? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and, and uh, in general, they just uh, demonize this this whole thing uh, as a group. You know, and again, it just yeah. it, it makes no sense at all. I wanted to mention filters. You guys brought up filters too. Sure. So th- there is actually no way that a doctor can tell that you smoke unless you tell them that you smoke. Right. But there is evidence that pieces of filter can get into the lungs. So uh, back when they were asbestos filters, and by the way, 100 years ago, they wouldn't even have been filtered. They just smoked them raw. And uh, if there's an argument that that's better for you than real men, that also messes up the statistics, too. Because if people were smoking uh, 
filterless cigarettes up until the 40s or whatever, then uh, all those early smokers, they should have a higher level of disease. I'm just absolutely that, mess yeah. up or, or anybody smoking uh, tobacco out of a pipe. So you can get filter pieces in the lungs, but there's still no evidence that that actually causes any problem itself, uh, when, mm. even when it was asbestos. And most of the filters are acetate now. Acetate's still little pieces of it get into the lungs, but uh, again, it's not a, not a huge strong correlation that this causes any actual problems. People aren't dying. You've probably never heard of anybody saying, oh, it's the pieces of filter that get caught in your lungs. Mm. It's killing people. They never say that because they don't have any proof of that. <laughs> And uh, the organic people are, are largely going to organic cotton filters now for, mm. you know, ones you roll yourself, little organic cotton filters. But logically, the cotton is actually, in my opinion, much more likely to make it into your lungs than the acetate, because the acetate is basically one piece. Mm. But the uh, point here is that every uh, every avenue that they've tried to say uh, that the reason that's the reason why tobacco is bad. They've been way off kilter about it and they haven't been able to prove it. And then they come out and they do weird things like they say tobacco is evil even when you chew it, even when you <laughs> drink it as a tea, right? Yeah. They, Don't even look at it. Cause cancer, <laughs> may cause cancer, Surgeon General's warning. Yeah. But now they're coming out and basically promoting or literally promoting the use of marijuana. It's a huge cultural phenomenon. It's legal in Canada. It's legal in much of the U.S. Uh, it's being sold. The government's making money off of it. You know, yeah, of course, they do want to regulate these things, uh, these intoxicants and whatever. I always thought it was strange. You know, I've never really liked alcohol, but the government wants to regulate alcohol and they want to make all mm -hmm. this money off it and all this stuff. It's weird. It's weird for them to continue this yeah. stance that smoking mm -hmm. is bad. But uh, yeah, you can buy marijuana. Actually, it's, it's medicinal. Right. You know, one's medicinal, one's poison. So it's not the smoke. Right. <laughs> so it's not the smoke that's the poison here, is it? Right. Yeah. No, it can't be if we're promoting this other smoke based thing. So I yeah. said most of what I wanted to say here, truthfully. I yeah. wanted to make sure we got a good bit of information. Oh, for sure. Absolutely. Um, you first mentioned talking about it on social media, and that was how it started me. I, I just mentioned one of the books that I read, and some people started asking questions. And my wife said, You can't go promoting smoking online. <laughs> no. you can fucking do whatever like, you want dude. yeah hey, well, i know yeah. i can but like, yeah i don't think like... you're promoting it i think you're bringing awareness to the hypocrisy because basically based on these epa studies done in the early 90s then anything that produces smoke should have given us cancer by now well yeah and smokers themselves should have a much higher incidence of these oh yeah diseases. and i yeah, also think I... they should make up their mind Mm -hmm. Does it cause cancer or does it cause heart disease or does it cause emphysema? What am I going to die of? All yeah. of them, you know, Ryan. Everything? You're, you're fucked. <laughs> but when I get these diseases, I should go get a prescription for marijuana, right? Because it's medicinal, right? This oh, yeah. Is, Different know, smoke. Make Different, it smoke. <laughs> Different smoke, yeah. Different kind of smoke. That's the uh, <laughs> earthly smoke. Um, yeah, no, man, this has been awesome, Ryan. I want to thank you again for your time as we're wrapping up the show here um boy do you have any other further questions or comments for ryan before we let him uh, release his uh social media no i don't think so man I, this was this was a topic that i never even really thought about covering because i'm a non-smoker you know what i mean um and i was definitely on board with like smoking's gonna kill you and then i just kind of got to a certain age like make everything they say that is gonna kill you legal just so we can weed out the dumb ones and i still stand by that <laughs> um but uh, you know, like I said, most of my family have been smokers for a long time and they're all in pretty decent health. Um, 
as far as everything that could be attributed to smoking goes. My mom definitely has, uh, you know, the smoker's cough, but she was also like a two pack a day smoker for probably a good 10, 15 years. Um, and she scaled it back a little bit, but for the most part, this has been a, a pretty, pretty enlightening show. I think. Absolutely. Without a doubt, man, Ryan, we always love your, uh, your time, your information. You're always welcome on the show. Um, you guys heard it here from the health, uh, hooligan, Ryan Alexander, smoke them. If you got them, it's good for you. No, just kidding. <laughs> um, Ryan, where can people find you and, and reach out to you if they have any uh, questions or, or, or want to get involved with, uh, cleaning up their health? I will tell you that. And I know we're wrapping up, but I really did want to just mention something that I did mention already, but mm-hmm. hard, um, because we're kind of saying here, well, what does it actually cause? What is actually correlated with it, with smoking? And uh, cancer is a much more tricky situation. Again, they're trying to pin all sorts of things to being correlated with cancer. And it's just, you can see it's just, it's a statistical mess. They don't know what the heck they're talking about. And as, as long as they're avoiding the topic of minerals, they're never going to figure it out, frankly. Mm-hmm. So that's with cancer and, and diabetes, you know, diabetes is caused by food and nutrient deficiencies. They're never going to figure it out unless they start talking about uh, looking at food and, and nutrient deficiencies. But the problem with heart disease is if you don't die from cancer or diabetes or getting hit by a car, you're probably going to die of heart failure. When the heart fails, they call it heart disease. Now, there's multiple different ways the heart can fail. But when you see heart disease is the number one killer they're usually talking about kind of lumping them all together and you mm-hmm. have to con- most people don't get an autopsy it's not standard procedure so if your heart failure it's just heart disease that's just where you're getting written down as you're getting written down as a death of heart disease death with heart disease right and uh, mm-hmm. as it became important the distinction of whether someone died with something or from something this became important when we're talking about covid numbers mm-hmm. they died the infection or did the infection itself kill them you know huge huge difference huge problem so at one point in the world about 50 percent of the people smoked right uh that was not that long ago and those people the ones who made it to 90 or 100 or whatever again they are going to die of heart disease you have to die from something mm-hmm. so when they eventually made it into the statistics i think this caused a, a huge mess because we knew at one point that a lot of people smoked, right? A huge proportion of the population smoked, but a huge proportion of people also died of heart disease, right? So where do you get your statistical correlation? You get the fact that in the past, a lot of people smoked. In fact, most people smoked in America uh, up until I believe the fifties when it started to decline mm-hmm. more than percent of people. So again, if you're all going to die of something and if you're not dying of cancer and you don't die of diabetes and you don't die of pneumonia, and you're, you're just going to die in your sleep or something. Well, that's what's called heart disease in the end when it makes it to statistics, right? It's, it's not that you had a diagnosis a diagnosis of heart disease and then you slowly withered away and that's what they called you. It's like, no, if you just drop dead of, of natural causes, you died of heart disease. Mm-hmm. So just keep that in mind when you see it. Same thing with saturated fat and cholesterol. When they're saying right. this is contributing to heart disease, well, a heart disease is not a thing itself. Right. In my book, Fake Diseases, I covered everything except for heart disease because uh, cancer is at least specific and it's going to happen to you under specific circumstances. And, you know, there's uh, specific um, symptoms. Heart disease is just a heart failure. And again, you have to die of something. And if you don't die of anything specific, you're going to die of heart disease. Right. Right. So it's, it's in its own sort of class. You can be early and have early an early heart attack, but it's uh, it's by no means as clear. 
Hmm. So when you're talking okay. about when they're trying to establish a correlation between smoking or cholesterol and heart disease, just know that those numbers are just gibberish. Because mm-hmm. again, people, the people you know who live to a hundred years old, nice and strong and healthy, and died peacefully in their sleep with their grandchildren at their side, they're going to end up in the category of died with heart disease. Right. So whether they wow. smoked or not, just I'd say just completely throw that out of the conversation. I wish they would throw it out of the conversation and stop trying to blame literally everything on smoking again the sids things this is sort of my last comment that's all almost offensively incorrect you know even sids yeah. organizations around america were mad about that because they're basically saying that by saying that smoking is causing sids you're blaming parents for their children's death and the hard fact is most of the parents or most of the households that SIDS children were living in in America in those specific studies, they didn't even smoke. So it's, it's an asinine <laughs> thing to build that correlation and to blame parents for, you know, killing their children when the majority of them did not smoke. That was not what was causing SIDS. It's, it's a whole, right. different, wow. whole different story. So wow. having said all that, you can find me on noticebooks.org, N-O-T-U-S books.org, rather than list all of my social media. You can go to the links page there. All of it's there. We've got like seven different Instagrams. We've got four YouTubes, so we don't need to name them all. (laughs) This is the topic I've been going off on for the last maybe almost a year. Like I said, my wife was like, you can't just go promoting. I'm not not promoting, but that caused me to read all the books I could find on it. Now I'm even more convinced. Like, hey, I I knew there was some bogus stuff here before, but I I didn't know this was an actual conspiracy. Right. You know, I didn't yeah. know that they actually made this up. I was also raised to believe that, yeah, smoking is bad. Like we, I was just participating in something that was bad. I didn't, I wasn't denying that it was bad, but I also had no idea that there was evidence to the contrary. I yeah. had no idea that there was a, a positive correlation with Parkinson's and Alzheimer's and that uh, they had to meddle with the numbers and make up statistics. And I didn't know you could make statistics say anything you want. You know, it's a very interesting <laughs> topic. <laughs> it's fantastic ryan um this is an interesting topic and that's why we wanted to have you on the show to talk about it we're definitely going to have you back on in the future you're always welcome uh you stumble across some some more riveting information you're always welcome to share it here um and we'll be sure to link all of your information in the in the show notes so that way if anybody wants to reach out they can support you get a book um they can do that there uh, I guess that's it for this episode of Whiskey, Beer, and Conspiracy Podcasts. Uh, I have been Big Country. And boy. And we'll see you guys on the next one. Take care. I want you to get up now. I want all of you to get up out of your chairs. I'm as mad as hell, and I'm not going to take this anymore. You ain't saying this whole. Donald Trump, Putin, and shit. I'm a human being, god damn it! My life has value! By order of the hooligans, welcome to the Nebuchadnezzar.